You're listening to Thursday Night Season 4, Episode 34. are currently engaged in devilry that Mock knows not about for he was gone last week and arrive at a small strip of land no more than 100 miles long, 30 miles wide north of Thornhold and Waterdeep and south of uh, Neverwinter and God knows where else and you'll arrive at the Mere of Dead Men the Mere is a place of ancient history Born thousands of years ago from a great conflict of civilizations where a lich cast powerful magic to drown armies beneath the salt waters of the uh, Sea of Swords. And from that time, undead forces have dwelt, castles have sunk, and has become a desolate place of barren of civilization and, and hospitable creatures. But here, you'll find a a strange town. In fact, to find any towns at all is strange. But the town of Wolf Hill, grown from the Wolf Hill estate, is one place that sits in the, in the midst of the murk, trying to hold back the dark. The, the town history is one of grit, sweat, loss, and suffering. As the, uh, as the inhabitants have, have scraped out a living for, for many generations, for the mirror itself is a, is, a, is a place that is rich with its own magics, and some think have a, a bit of a, of a life force of its own. For the eastern boundary of the uh, Mirror of Dead Men is the High Road, a place, the, or a, 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 a kind of a, a, a main thoroughfare heading north to south and uh, along the Sword Coast, and uh, you know, desiring to free up more civiliz- more room for settlements and trade along the uh, along the the marsh side of that high road. Uh, it was it was actually relocated. It was it was moved inland twenty or so miles, but strangely, the marsh rose up and pushed forward once again to the uh, boundaries of the high road, leading many to believe that it is somehow magically connected to this mirror. And upon that growth, folk, folk gave up on, uh, on ever taming this wild. Which brings us back to, uh, to Wolf Hill. Who are the people that live there? How is it that this place even exists? Talked a little bit about the grit and the strength of this people. These are not people that, uh, these are not people that tolerate fools or live without practical purpose. If there was a person of the nature of the town from Beauty and the Beast who was born there, that person would not survive long. And if one of those town folks showed up, either they'd die quickly or we'd run right out of town. Hmm. 
This is a place of of, of, of of salty stoicism. And one particular advantage. For the bulk of the economy is uh, based around a, a single crop and a single and a single trade. Straight stock, they call it. A very strange saltwater plant that grows in, in plenty in the mirror. Isn't too easily, can't be, can't be sown as other crops, but grows like weeds and is easily harvested. And with this straight, straight stock, what's it called? Straight stock. Like there's a stock and it's very straight. And with this straight stock, you'll be able to make some of the finest arrows in all the realms. Mm. The amount of crafting arrows, uh, crafting time a Fletcher has to put into making an arrow with one of these is cutting maybe a fourth, or if you're really good at it, less than that. There's not a single person, man, woman, or child, who lives in Wolf's Hill who can't make arrows and isn't a Fletcher of some degree. And by that, uh, by that single advantage and the few brave traders that are willing to, willing to venture off into the mirror, there's a burgeoning trade in wealth to be made, coin to be attained from the likes of Waterdeep and other settlements in the area. And this economy has led to a strange, a strange sight as you tromping through, tramping through, tramping, tromping, slogging, trudging, drudging, galloping, galomping, and the like, through the swamps. But not stomping? No, it's a mire. Oh, easy. Easy. Lose your boot? It was more than that. As you're tromping through, out of the mist, because it's always misty, visibility there, very poor. Out of the mist and out of the salt, because it's very salty. Uh, rises up the town of Wolf's Hill, where we have stone buildings of multi-stories. The famed Wolf Hill Estate, which somehow survived from, from long before the town existed, up on Wolf's Hill, which is maybe about a foot above sea level. Uh, we find this town, again, that is, that is, uh, that is crafted sturdily to withstand the, the elements, to withstand the, the effects of time. But all the wrought iron, all the wood, all the doors, all the fences. There's that. There's that crystallization of salt. There's that angry rust that just tears at the joints. Mm. And you can tell, looking at any wagon wheel, that those four wheels weren't put on at the same time. <laughs> that's the town of. That's the town of Wolf's Hill, where Scrimcorn has been known to, you know, tarry from time to time. And uh, that's the place of its adventure. Here you all are. Y'all. Y'all find yourselves around large wooden table. The head of the table is a very stern and practical man. He's a magistrate Hester. And he doesn't look like he's in a good mood. He doesn't look like he's in a good mood. Because he isn't. <laughs> magistrate Hester looks up looks at the table in front of him. And seated in front of him are four. Stout members of the uh, of the community, in one empty chair. He frowns a little bit deeper, and he says, <clears throat> "Thank you for coming, citizens, and volunteering your services." As you know, Reginald here, well, who some of you may know better than others, tips his hat, had his child taken early this morning under circumstances that we don't know much about, other than, <laughs> obviously it was the lizard men, fellow beasts of been harrying our 
our, our fine town here for, for these recent months, and they've gone and crossed the line, so thank you for volunteering. Your talents are crucial to the survival of this town, and as the leaders, and as the businessmen, as the businessmen that, uh, <clears throat> that you are, we are, we are indebted to you for stepping up to, uh, to punish this wrongdoing and recover one of our own. His frown deepens a little bit more. And adjusts his tall, tall, yeah, his bola and his tall, <laughs> tall black pilgrim hat. Leans a little forward and he says, Just The only problem is, even our best trackers. And he looks over. Uh, he glances over at the, uh, we'll call him the, the hunter. And says, uh, and says, the only person able to, to track the lizard men, lizard men as deep as they've gone into the mirror is Scrimcorn. Do we all look at the empty chair at this point, or is he here? <laughs> I think you all look at the empty chair. I think you do. <laughs> now, now, you may not know him either. He says, and, he, and, and, and not, for, not for poor reason. He says, but if you're ever going to do this thing, you'll need him. So go, find Scrimcorn, and find Reginald's child. Let's talk about you guys' characters. I was about to say, I don't know how to, <laughs> I can't play until I know right. who I am. That, that, that is, that's by design. That, that is by design. <laughs> We're taking it to that point, and now we can talk more meta about, Excellent. about who you guys are and what you're doing. Uh, All right. I can get some names, we can talk about you guys' main motivation. Let's. I, I want to just tell you guys a little bit about your your roles in the community and your main motivation here for participating because you're all volunteers here. Yep. And okay. with that, you guys can build. You know what? I fucked up. Before I do that, I do want everyone to just visually describe their person, unless they would prefer to do the, the, the former first. Well, I would love to get the background first. Yeah, I didn't think about it. I thought you were defining that. No, 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 no. It's all good. Yeah, like, yeah, give me, give me the information that you've got, and then I, yeah. so I can build up. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. And we can even take a minute here. Um, so we have uh, we have four scrim as scrim, which I don't scrim. I don't scrim. Born as himself. I don't. <laughs> the very beginning is this present day. Hmm. Unknown. There's only one man who knows it, and it's actually not a PC. Don't okay. expect some. Don't expect some brandish shit here. All right. You, you, you pulled Dan the camera. Knows. You pulled yeah. the camera over. Okay. Right. Only Dan knows when this is. Yes. Um. So yeah, we Maybe have the viewers. We have, we have we have four we have four characters here. Um, we have what's the name of your character? Oh, no, let's just let it go around. So we have the cleric, right? Yes. The cleric is uh, a low Johan. Johan. Oh, great name, man. Joe. I clicked randomize like a hundred times before I found one. Oh, we're coming up with the names as well. I like yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't catch that. Okay. That's all good. Well, yeah. So, the, so Johan is is the cleric. You are the you are the principal holy man in this town, right? You're the principal holy man, and you compete with other like hedge religions, like like anywhere, but especially here in a place as superstitious and eerie as the mirror. And you look at this, you look at your volunteering and succeeding in, in, in what is an unusually risky and, and bold adventure for this place. You look at this as an opportunity to prove the superior superiority of your deity 
and of yourself as a, as a figure, a pillar in the community um, over those other competing head religions. So you are number one here, and you're trying to just quash all of that extra, uh, all of that kind of dissent and like, you know, crush paganism, if you will. Um, that's, uh, that, that's, your, that, that's who you are, and that's what your main motivation is. Do I need to be of Paylor? You do. Oh, so I, I, I you talked to Claire about it. Yeah. I had said a cleric of Paylor. We're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know that, if that's... So that's 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 what you got to be. Okay. Uh, cleric of Paylor. Um, Paylor. The hunter, right? We have a town that is living on, again, in isolation. When 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 harm comes, there is no one to. There are no reinforcements on the way. There's no one to come helping. So having skilled warriors. You know, again, in, integrated in the population is, is fundamental, and you are the chief of those warriors, uh, the, the the greatest hunter, the greatest warrior. Uh, again, a, a Fletcher like the rest when, when when there's no time for fighting, but as soon as like as soon as defenses need to be marshaled, as soon as excursions, you're the man. What's your name? Uh, Cedar, I like the tree. Uh, and Cedar, you are a. Um, you are an immensely prideful human and want to both feed your internal pride about how great you are and, sh- and, 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 and be recognized for that. So again, this would be another substantial feather in the cap, something that you could use to win over ladies, negotiate better, better prices, and uh, yeah, perhaps literally put another feather in your cap. It's an opportunity, right? <laughs> um, and, that's, and that's seated. Do you want to give any a character reference that, that uh, for a vibe of that character, or do you just want to move on? Uh, well, I mean, Beauty and the Beast was kind of heavy in my mind for some reason. You guessed on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Just, we debated just saying that's your name. I, I'm but. pretty sure that makes Greg, your accent. Music. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it, but I have no, 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 uh, no idea of how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what I said was what it is. You can take it anyway. <laughs> Um, and again, like Beauty and the Beast was so chipper. We're not, we're not necessarily that, but like, great. Um, Scrim will, uh, will be introduced shortly. Uh, we come over to uh, Josiah Brown is the name uh, that he goes by in town, but he's often slow to react to that name. Uh, Whisper is what his friends call him. Aww. Whisper. And where are the stacks of carts? Oh. Got a bunch right here. Don't you like some? I just, I need some. Rogue. What a rogue. Yeah. A rogue named Whisper. Do you have those character face cards? Yeah. We're talking real original. I want to read that book. Josiah Brown. Josiah Brown. Is is perhaps the most important one of all. (gasps) Depending on what circles you're you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, speaking with. Because Josiah, of all the merchants, of all the traders that risk expeditions into the mirror... You are by far the boldest, most reliable, and highest volume trader. Okay. That's why you get a cool nickname. In the mirror, and there are more, there are other companies that may that may come because the product is so plentiful, and the pro, the product itself is also so so high quality. Are there, are there any skirmishes over like territory as far as like who owns this crop here? With a mo- yeah, no, uh, no, it's no, great. no it's not, not established. So again, in Josiah, well, so it's a good question. Not that I'm, not that I'm <laughs> dictating at this point. Josiah is, is purely on trading. He's, he's, he's not involved in the production at all. Josiah, your main, your main negotiation is to use this as leverage for striking better deals in the future. 
Okay. You're like, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna kick some ass when they need, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tighten that vice, and I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna increase my bottom line. By saying, hey, I saved that guy. Yeah. That kid. Okay. And I just grabbed me. Oh, you continue. Reginald. Uh, you are the town uh, medicine man. Um, you know, there are definitely, again, just very practical, whatever, uh, practical, uh, you know, medics. Every town has a know. use for a medicine person. Yeah, there's, there are midwives and there are people who are, who are trained field dressings, as I imagine, you know, uh, cedar is. But no one wields any sort of, like, any sort of magics that, are, that can be helpful and supportive of, uh, of healing arts. And you're, yeah, you're the only one that can. I'm good enough. Yeah, you're... I'm a warlock, but I'm good enough. Well, you know, you, you chose know. your class. Yeah, you heal. You heal like you heal. Well, I was given warlock or sorcerer, neither of which. It was wizard or sorcerer. Wizard or sorcerer. Oh, I'm so sorry. I misread no. that. I I admire your boldness. <laughs> <laughs> wizard or sorcerer? I choose warlock. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> there is there is no problem at all with any yeah. of this. It's, this okay. is all 100 percent wonderful. I saw W. Immediately jumped to Warlock and in my brain. Clearly, I did not read it. The, I am the, more excited to see a Warlock. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, and the mechanics that the mechanics that come to bear in these encounters will not, will not reflect on the things okay, that you have good. done or will do. Good. So uh, no, but, but what I say is true. You are definitely the the pillar of kind of healing and um, you know provide provide that value to uh, to the town. Uh, your main motivation is your child was taken. Right. Your child was taken uh, under circumstances we that. Yeah, we big love that. <laughs> Let me know if there's a different name you want, but it's We Baby Seamus, which I know you're referring to something else Ooh. on that. Let me know if you want to. Nah, different name. we're gonna keep Seamus. Reginald Seamus. So the We Baby Seamus. <laughs> I assume I assume I assume it was a masculine child. A masculine child. Was uh was taken this very day. We're talking hours ago, if that. Um, and your main motivation is to recover your child. Makes sense. Of your child, and you came to you came post haste to Magistrate Hester, who Very was distraught. able to quickly dis- distribute the word. And the, pe- the, the we were we were lucky to have Whisper in town, mm-hmm. though of all the merchants, he's most likely to be here. Um, and quickly assembled this this Crack strong this strong force of uh, <sighs> of of will and skill to go out and brave the mirror, and cover this poor helpless child. Oh yeah, give me a. Actually, no, I guess you, I guess you <laughs> You don't need to make any point. I thought about that. Uh, also, for voices, I do think this is, like, an amazing resource if anyone is trying to go to voice. I used the, the deck of faces and went with a very different face than I was originally I'll expecting. Like, you know, right now, it's I'm, fucking awesome. I'm calling I'm Cowboy using that. Draw. Cowboy Draw. Cowboy Draw is so yours. you can just mosey on out. Magistrate Hester thing. is the terrible priest from Castlevania. Oh, awesome! Okay. Yeah. That. Okay. It's, uh, it's all good. I'm not not that I do it any great, but that's the inspiration. You know, I'm just trying to figure out where that where I knew it from. So, um, it that actually sounded like him. It God. did. It sounded like something. But that my cap. Um, so that's where we're at, guys. Yeah. I mean, and again, if you want, want a minute to like again do a little bit more, but um, at this point we are ready to roll. Got a voice. A voice, a voice is such yeah, high pressure. Take time. Take time. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I like I'm not pressing a lot. I want to give you guys a little time. <clears throat> I'm unique. New York. 
So he has the extra arsonist stick had on the same feet. Unique New York. No. <clears throat> Unique New York. Unique New York. No, no, no. I got a picture. I got a picture. I just have to channel it. <laughs> My next session will be just called Jowly Nixon. Jowly Nixon. Jowly and it will essentially be point break threequel. Threequel. We're all just always in character as the dead presidents, all Jowly Nixon, and all trying to conduct a high stakes robbery. Think. Think Frost Nixon meets Heat. Okay. I'm interested. Oh, I should make a card. Can I have a, a pen? Please? Do you want so I want yeah. a pen. Yeah. A pen. You need to swap a couple skills. Keep forgetting the second syllable. Oh my god. So she's the, the, the main healer, not the cleric. Not the cleric. Uh, for not for the purposes of her town, her place in town. Gotcha. Um, in terms of the mechanics, you guys have your mechanics. Yeah, I feel like religious, religious leader is the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a religious leader, but people don't come to yeah. me yeah, yeah. for medicine and such. They come to yeah, yeah. And she and again, <coughs> her techniques. I don't. I again, uh, it's, she has she has the best healing magics. You combine that probably with some sort of knowledge of like herbalism in the area. Um, you know, again, I didn't I didn't want to give. I chose not to give too much flavor. I hope that comes up in conversation a little bit. Um, we'll just see how it works out. You know, dial it in. Maybe I gave too little. Probably, but you know, high improv value. Uh, we guys, we ready to roll here? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Yeah, it's a yay, it's a yay. Yay! That's a bad that's uh, Reginald Apple Blossom? Yeah, that's Reginald funny. Apple Blossom. Oh, I thought it was Apple Bosom. Apple I've been reading it as Apple Bosom. I think it's apple the compliment of the Apple Bottom. I've been reading it as Apple Bosom from the beginning. Uh, that I mean, that's a good apple. Me, then it doesn't. Wait, no, it says more oh, about you. Got the apple bosom on that girl. Apple bosom jeans. What? What? Apple. Bluesome. Apple bluesome. <laughs> it's right on this side, at least. I, I went too many O's on this side. I'll just put a, a little. Master. Apple bluesome? Master bluesome? You know, you, you can just call me whatever you want. Whoa, Southern Drawl? Yeah. As the four of you trump out the last yards of the pound, the packed dirt kind of uh, gateway, leading out, leading out into the wilds of the mirror, the heavy mists immediately, immediately meet you, immediately. filling your senses with, with the you know brackish mixture of rotting, uh, fetid, fetid. Bog, uh, bog, bog, plant life, as well as the uh, as the the briny salt of the sea. It takes an hour or so of tromping through the uh, this undergrowth, but sure enough, on the on the horizon, just at, just at the range of visibility here, you're able to see a small, mm, disheveled campsite. That you know to be scrim corns. You know that scrim mechanically. You know that scrim cord will come with you <clears throat> on this adventure. This is not going to take rolls or whatnot. He's coming, but it's going to take all of you convincing him, it, you know, the best you can to make that happen. No one can stay silent here. So think about who you are and what you want, and approach scrim corn 
with your best reasons why he should come on this adventure. What, what this adventure is, introduce what this is, uh, and uh, what, why you want him. Uh, let me say, Scrimcorn, why don't you set the scene? Where, where are you as they approach yeah, the yeah, Scrimcorn is hacking up, coughing, sitting on a um, uh, uh, a log, like a, a stumped little little chair, um, as he's uh, skinning, uh, getting getting the, the the skin from some uh, murkish, some some murky animal. It would normally, if it's in the forest, it would be like a, a, a rabbit or a fox or something like that. But out here, this is uh, something with more legs, uh, something with a uh, with proboscis. Yeah, with a proboscis and more legs. As he's scraping out bits of it to uh, to make use of its of its parts, and he's uh, with his back to the the group that's approaching, and he does not turn uh, immediately uh, until until someone speaks up. As he's and can I request a couple of words just on your appearance? Yes. Especially, like, you know, maybe age, whatever. <coughs> yes. And same with you guys as you introduce yourself. Yeah. Oh, and, mind. And, Thank you. And in terms of, of, of audience knowledge, which I think is, is fair to, to kind of... To provide. It, it is a younger Scrimcorn. It is a Scrimcorn um, younger, but... Scrim, this Scrimcorn... Younger Scrimcorn's um, not exactly yeah, better off. Is, <laughs> is basically the signs of age on Scrimcorn were not significant... In the in the main campaign, so the 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 effects on his body and his skin and and the state of his of his like average like checkup kind of health is still terrible because that's all from his <laughs> environment his <laughs> and his uh, I believe wretched lifestyle is the technical term for it. So he is uh, still kind of the the messy kind of greasy muddy hair, um, kind of unkempt clothes, very still very utilitarian. Um, in uh, his his clothing and everything is all about function over form. Um. Johan immediately steps forward from the group. Scrimcorn! Uh, and he puts out his hand and says, A pleasure to see you again! Do you, don't do we, shake do you, his hand. Do you, you don't know where it's been. Does, does Scrimcorn know Johan? Uh, uh, yeah. You know yeah. Um, yeah, he would... Actually, I do know where. Um... Right so, there. so sorry. Now, now you have to play. I have to guess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would be easy, and it's totally not. Um, he he wipes off his mouth. Um, actually, he wipes off his mouth with his right hand. Um, and uh, and puts down the carcass of whatever animal that is, and um, and says, uh, Johan, for the last time. The glory of Pelor is not really for me. He's ha ha! I'm not here for that today. This is uh, he says we're here of a matter of great urgency. He says uh, there is a a child missing from our village, and as Johan and Scrimcorn uh, are standing, you know, face to face to each other, the 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 dichotomy here, the 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 juxtaposition is 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 over the top. Johan has been walking through the swamp for the last hour, and that is the only reason that there is a speck of dust and a thread out of place on his body. Like, 
Yes, he's been traveling through the swamp, but when they set out, the plate mail that he is wearing from, uh, you know, from neck to boot is is polished to a shine and it is not just a bunch of plates stuck together there is there are other types of metal inlaid into uh into every little transition and those of you that know johan in fact anyone that has come to the temple at all has certainly seen johan polishing uh taking you know like using his he has he has a whole set of blacksmithing tools at his at the temple, like, you know that in Johan's office, which is immaculately kept, is blacksmithing tools, of all things, that he uses to maintain the plate mail just so. His his facial hair is perfectly, I mean, he must have, he must have trimmed it, uh, you know, 45 minutes before leaving. He's got a, he's got a chin strap with some sharp <laughs> edges. Yeah, just... Just every hair uh, trimmed, and his hair is is cut short. Uh, he must do it every morning. And uh, you know, compared to Scrimcorn, obviously the 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 difference here. And uh, he gestures to Reginald and says, "A child of the village gone missing." What uh, my shiny god-loving friend here is saying is that you got a job to do. I can tell you have nothing better than your own. Scrim says, I've got a, got a pretty busy schedule, a lot of uh, high-priority tasks on my plate, motioning to the single carcass <laughs> of an indistinguishable animal, um, and I, says, As I see. Uh, maybe the child just ran away to rebel from its drudgery life in that horrendous town you folks call a home. <laughs> Walking up, uh, pat him on the back. Are you okay? <laughs> everybody know. I mean, this is frequently why he's often called Whisper. Uh, <laughs> he, has, like, it's, he has a very, very obvious, terrible-looking scar on his throat. It looks like he may have been hung once, <laughs> or worse, or worse. And uh, that's about as loud as he can talk. Yeah. Um, it's very breathy. <laughs> yeah. So, Josiah. Where's him? Ah. <sighs> How'd you get roped into this? Oh, well, I volunteered, you see. It's a good opportunity to make goodwill with the community, as it is in this scenario. And uh, considering, you know, you sometimes being on the outs, you may want to do this one yourself. But seeing as I'm doing this endeavor, I figure you can either help me or I can call in the favor you owe me. Whisper's not alone in this uh, in this endeavor. We are all here out of the goodness of our hearts for the good of the people of this fine swamp village we live in. How did you even hear him? <laughs> what did you even say to him? It's obvious that Scrimcorn does not want to go. Well, when you are in my line of work, you learn to listen to all people, large and small. That's something that maybe you could learn uh, to, to do a bit better, Cedar. Whatever. It's I'm a much better tracker than this Scrimcorn. Why did we have to go all this way? I've been saying this whole time. I'm a fucking ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we need this druid here? Scrimcorn looks noticeably agitated that there are Four very strong personalities in his usually one-person abode, like, not inside. <laughs> in his, in his territory. Reginald, his territory to is, that to that point, Reginald, who has beautifully coiffed hair, um, 
very on the opposite end of the spectrum from Scrimcorn, uh, wanders over to the to the carcass and begins like fussing with it. I mean, like, is this what you been doing with your uh, time? He says, "Listen, I don't know what you're supposed to extract from this, but it is not holy." He says. <clears throat> Get in the favorite. Though. We'll talk about it a little later. We'll, we'll get to that. Listen, if a kid, if a kid went missing, my in kid, Seamus, uh, and and I'm sure that Seamus was the light of your life. But if a kid went missing in the mirror, he's already dead. I agree with you, Scrap. He's probably a little piece of meat somewhere. But you know, social contract and all that. You live in the town. The town's got a problem. It's it's time to give a little give and take. Listen, we go out in the mirror looking for some kid who sounded like he was taken by lizard folk, lizard men. There are a lot of them out there. It's a whole civilization that we don't like to poke around with. You're right. Maybe... Maybe this is meant for someone with a better constitution, stronger will, better bravery, and more power than you possess. But... Like me. Yeah, like him. Uh, Johan puts his arm around Scrimcorn's shoulder. He says, Scrim! 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 Scrimmy! And he points to Cedar. And he says, You're really gonna leave all the glory to him? You're really gonna let uh, you're really gonna let him tell all the people that he's the greatest tracker that has ever graced, uh, that has ever let his shadow fall on what's our village name? Well, Wolf, Hill. Wolf Hill. Wolf Hill. Because I am. He says. He says. I know. Uh, I know you've got a big e- uh, ego in there, and uh, let's see that thing come out. I think you're projecting. He says... It's quite possible that... He says, oh, oh, I am not afraid of who I am either. We've all got a big ego here. We're all here for different reasons, but really, we're all here for the same reason. I, wanna... I can't help but go into your accent. God damn it. The RP is wonderful. The RP is wonderful. I gotta interject one thing. You guys know all, including him, you must have Scrimcorn. Yeah. You know you can't do this job. Oh, no. He's there. <laughs> He's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. That's good. It's good. I just want to make sure that I communicated that. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay. The mayor chews people up and spits them out. If we go out there, this is not gonna be. He says, "We should not do this. We this is this is a bad idea to wander out there for for mm-hmm. a, for a, for a, for a trade for ah ah. I agree. You've ruined my quiet." <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna do it anyway. And you ruined this corpse, but we aren't complaining about that now, are we? I take it you won't be leaving until I go with you. So, oh no, we've got all day. Uh, I've got uh, the priests running the temple. He says, he says, I'll be here to convince you until you get going. That's my strategy. And he, is... he says, us holy men, trust me, we know how to be persistent. Persistent. The thing is. I would like to find it before the meat is unrecognizable. It's not so good if I just bring back a, a lump of gristle and say, yeah, this is your kid. It does nothing for me. Can't say it does much for me either. Or, or right. care for we'll find your kid alive, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could totally do this by myself. 
But you guys can come and watch. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he says, do this. You leave me to my magnificent estate. Yeah. And our debts are settled. And our debts are settled. Ah! Ah, take it. Too close to your guys' accents. (laughs) (laughs) Really hard. Mesmerizing. (laughs) So I've been told. And you, you lot have no idea where the kid went. Well. There was a lizard man. No. Disgust. When did you last see your little boy? Uh, when we were out collecting herbs. And he done gone wandered off. I called after him, and before I knew it, the only is a mech on him. There's probably like ten kids in this town. I don't remember which one's yours. Is he a dialect? Can he, can he talk? Well, enough to wander, but you know, uh, mm, about yay high, beautiful blonde hair. I'd never lose my child. <laughs> Yes, yes, we know. And I am so glad that you have the time to help me. With all your not wanting and losing your own children. Says, all right. Enough, enough. (laughs) Heard enough from you. Ragtag butch. He can talk all day, believe me. Says. But I want it on record. This is a bad idea. Okay, someone write that down. He says, oh, we know it's a bad idea. That's why we're doing it. You say that with too much enthusiasm. He says, the brightest mornings come after the darkest storms. I thought there was going to be a sermon after that. See, Paylor is God of science. All you have to do is nod your head like it's so. He says, mm-hmm. "All right, take a seat." And there are there's a there's a log. There aren't specific stumps for other people, but there's a log that would that would fit at least a couple of you. All but one. There's not enough room to for everyone to sit. I'll stand. Thank you. Uh, Johan. Reginald picks just, up a centipede and tosses it, and then sits down. Shoulders his pack around to the front of his body and just pulls out what looks like a couple of uh, uh, like nicely uh, worked pieces of wood and then unfolds it into a little travel chair. <laughs> sticks it on the ground. Is it cursed for, for his butt shape <laughs> very specifically? Uh, travel chair. You might even roll a dexterity done. check for doing that in this kind of marshy wilderness. You want me to roll a dexterity check? I, I invite you for comic for comic relief. Let's see if one of the legs just sinks into the mud. Uh, how much does he weigh? Oh! Oh, 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 it just sinks straight in, and he just sits all Full the way commitment. down onto the mud. Full commitment. And just crosses his arms. I'm and he not says, getting this here. He back. owns the, the sink. That's awesome. Let's hear it. Mm, too bad Paylor's not the god of chairs. <laughs> that was fucking awesome, Greg. Um, that's a low blow, Cena, but I got a chocolate side. <laughs> he says, haven't spent a lot of time out in the swamp. Wasn't exactly sh- well. It was a good, you know. Well, I'll send that feed. Okay, let's just. What? Ha- I'm wearing heavy mail. <laughs> heavy armor. <laughs> Miscalculated the weight of the plate. Now that must be it. Yeah. Um, Very sure. heavy because it's so good quality. Scrim. <laughs> Scrim, who who not like rolling his eyes and looking exasperated. Not like oh this goofy bunch. Like he's like. The, Irritated. The, the, honestly, just like I want these people to leave. Um, <laughs> these, these are the neighbors he hates. They just came over. <laughs> they just not, invited themselves yeah, over. It's not like the sitcom hate. He's just like 
I, I, I just I despise you. I despise you. I don't like the town you're in. Um, There's really nothing about you that I find. And he, <laughs> even though he's like, yeah, the carcass here, it's like this one little thing. But he clearly was sincere about that, where he's like, this is, I need. Roll your insight check. This is, we'll see if he was lying. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, so he goes over to a, um, like a really big clay jug, like a wooden like top that, that's, that's sitting closed, and opens it and reaches out, re- reaches into it and pulls out um, what look like uh, still squirming um, big meaty locusts, uh, a handful of them. And he goes back over to the to the stump that he was sitting on before. So it's, I mean, it was what he was sitting on, but it's clearly not, uh, you know, just like a chair, like everything here, you guys know. It's all, it's all about function. And he grabs a, uh, a wooden mallet that was sitting by a pile of kind of refuse, and he puts uh, one of the locusts down and smashes it hard and the guts um, and the guts like spray all out it's like a full like Gallagher like <laughs> nice. what's the meaty thing and when he does mm-hmm. that you hear like the the screeching like like a bug like the last I mean it's a big enough bug that it, it makes it makes like a hissing noise of when it's being held down and a crunchy like that's a crunchy and you hear like the fluttering of, of of it trying to like squirm right before it gets squished and then he takes a second one and he does it again and that, that like fluttering is like louder and like this there's like a screech kind of noise that kind of like echoes from around you and he gets the third one and he smashes it down hard and that screech that kind of goes out is not just echoing but it's coming from from the trees that are that are near us and like from beyond like the mist like when there's when there's like a heavy mist and you can very easily hear sounds beyond that but you can't necessarily see that that is like the feeling of there's there's screeching and fluttering of wings from beyond our sight. And from in all the cracks of the trees, and there's there's not I am not imagining like a lot of leaves kind of thing like that, but like the vines and the gnarled trees from all the cracks and crevices start crawling locusts of all shapes and sizes, all all crawling out, um, kinda like called from that noise. Or, but also, uh, like like responding to that noise, but also just generating more of that humming itself, and it's this kind of like feedback thing that gets louder and louder as you hear from beyond the mist more and more fluttering and and like uh, it's like when you hear like frogs, like a huge number of frogs, like out in out in <laughs> the wilderness, where like it's like thunderingly loud, but you know that. Each of them is just a ribbit kind of thing. This is like hearing like multiple helicopters take. Yeah, this is it gets really loud from from these these locusts that you know are crawling out from other trees and crawling up out of the mud and shaking off all the mud. And uh, the ones that have kind of appeared within our sight are starting to open their wings and kind of clean themselves off. And all at once, just and just start buzzing and take off into the. Uh, into the air, and you hear that noise from all from all directions. Just kind of get like a thundering, thundering sound, like like helicopters kind of taking off of of volume, um, and uh, and the noise like comes to a to a really loud level, and then kind of comes down a little bit. Not so that we're not hearing it anymore, but um, it's like the sound of those helicopters getting further away. Um, still audible, but. Uh, but there's just a buzzing from all directions in the uh, in the mist around us. <clears throat> I love watching you work. 
God, what a sight that is. <clears throat> he looks to the others. I think that was pretty weird, and that's why I keep telling you, you gotta help out more. You're not rich enough to be eccentric. You gotta be the friendly crazy guy in the swamp, not just the crazy guy in the swamp. Cedar's like, he's crossed his arms and turned away. He's just facing the other direction. <clears throat> he said, ah, let's go. And What's just, all about anyway? And just starts and just starts <laughs> walking and just starts walking uh basically in the direction away from the town, just deeper into the swamp. Josiah picks up his lizard, man, I don't care what it is. Josiah picks up his chair, extracts his chair, <laughs> which had completely sunk it into a the muddy sucking pot. And he goes and uh sticks it back into his pack. That thing smells terrible now. Decor. Oh, he knows where he lives. That's so you true. don't smell it. That's true. It's he does live. Are you nose blind? Are you nose blind? He is a but he, a born and raised citizen of oh yeah of Wolf uh, Wolf like Hill. He just expends a lot of his time and energy pretending in, he doesn't in cleaning off the muck yeah. instead of just. But he doesn't move with hesitation in the muck at all. Like it's not, not like, like he's like, he's not like you or anything he's like not that. Dainty. He lives no. here. He's not dainty. He just. Every morning, Fastidious. he just knows when he goes back Fastidious. home. He's got to take out. Really he's committed to a high back. standard. Yes, he has the the standard of living that is. He's not squeamish. He just has a very high uh, high standard of living that he's committed yeah. to, and therefore spends a significant amount of hours yeah. accomplishing that. And that's Skill, a whole talent, task resources, too. cleaning everything off. That's a religious experience. It's discipline. And, and you can reflect it back too. Every person here is is a craftsman at minimum, like skilled. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Josiah has has metallurgical talents. Maybe he makes arrowheads or whatever. Like who knows? But everyone everyone is capable, is practical. Um, and I will say that uh, I want to clarify one point. Uh, one one point of order here. Even though this is misty, this is foggy, this is not like visibility 10 feet. You guys basically saw like an entire quarter mile radius of locusts rise up out of the swamp and know from the sounds that that was only a small fraction of it. And they headed off and it just disappeared, sunk into these, into these kind of distant clouds. Hmm. This was a mighty display of power. Off you go, deeper into the mirror. Josiah communes with a literal, a literal god every day, and he's like, "Mighty display of power." Johan, Indeed. what did I say? Josiah. I called myself You're Josiah. Jo- Johan. Dream. Josiah. Dream. 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 <laughs> Damn it. That's true. Keep that in my peripheral vision now, Johan. Just, just uh, think, whisper. Are we going into the swamp proper now? So we are now basically fast forwarding three days of journey through the mirror. The mirror. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, is a mirror like a mire? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what mirror means. This is oh. the mirror. That's a spell. How, how are M-E-R-E. you? M E R E. M E R E. I don't know. Mirror. Hmm. Could be even pronouncing it wrong. For sure. Definitely look at the pronunciation. But uh, you guys are now three days into the mirror. Awesome. Um, with all of the there we go. toil and complications and backtracking. And there is a healthy amount of, uh, you know, quibbling amongst the group in the, in, in the opening scene. So I imagine that that also has continued to play itself out. Um, Scrimcorn, how have you guided the? How have you guided the company? 
and let me get a once around on what were those three three days like? What state that have they left you in? Um, real quick, just actually because I'm curious, we hadn't really learned about it. Um, this is like a bog. This is a swamp. Yeah. Um, mirror specifically refers to this being attached to the sea. Ah. So the mirror is a lake pond or arm of the sea, and it is pronounced mirror. Mirror. Like so mirror, it's specifically like a like saltwater. Salt. Yeah, this yeah. is a brackish. This is this, this is, is I mean, to, okay. to add another point of order. A great magical spell from a lich thousands of years ago literally brought the ocean up onto land to destroy an army. Beautiful. And it stayed. And the ocean and turned. It never this, really left. It never really left. And it's also of, a kind of apple based on my Google image search. A results. kind of apple. Wow. I'm well, very I guess excited. we know what Greg's Google history is mostly about. <laughs> so, uh, apple posters. You might have to see a commercial. <laughs> it might be for the Mirror of Dead Men. It could just be a nice cider. Mm. Uh, yeah, so Scrim, take us so, a little bit and then let's, let's go a little bit. He's been, uh, he's been trudging forward. He, um, like, comfort... Comfortable or not comfortable in the in the swamp doesn't really enter into it as much. That he's he's trudging on and not like at a forced march like oh we have to go but like he's he's progressing through um, wants to get this get this over with you know when he's you guys know when he's and, and even the the town kind of him having the reputation that when he's on a job that he's a laser focused guy and so he is okay he's agreed to this. He's a, he that agreed to this special under duress, um, and uh, but he has agreed to this and uh, saying that this is a bad idea and will will uh, bite us in the ass. Yeah, bite us in the ass. But uh, but is is coming out, which means he kind of wants to get it over with. And he's and we're going through. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of places where we're waiting, like up to our up to our waists in kind of like murky water. Then it's maybe going into just like a foot deep of mud, so each step is is like making those noises, um, and then sometimes we're coming up onto like soft, kind of soft, like a lot of like deep mossy ground. Um, none of these places have good footing. None of these places are easy on the ankle. Um, there's a lot of yeah, noises yeah, good, like good that. Boots. Good boots. Yeah, good boots, and 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 these boots are getting full. These are these are, you know, this is the kind of traveling that. You have to bring extra boots so you can, so you can switch out because uh, we're, we're looking at some great trench foot activity here. Yeah, any cuts in your yeah, uh, very dirty water. Um, but yeah, where you? Where how, how, I was gonna say also, how do you uh, interact with the locusts? Also? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. So we're we're going out um, just deeper into the into the swamp, and then he is uh, seeing seeing crowds of locusts. Maybe uh, all gathering together on a log, um, more on a tree, and he's going up, and he's um, and he's looking around and kind of seeing where they are, and sometimes he's grabbing. He's, the locusts are all, all. There's enough of them. It's that kind of thing where there's there's enough volume that they don't necessarily like scatter away kind of thing. They're not they're not all skittish. He's <laughs> just going up, and he grabs one, and maybe he like breaks it open and is looking at it and kind of like sniffs it. And uh, it's what do you see there? And yeah, yeah, there you go, exactly. And he um, <clears throat> like and, that. That's a yeah. That was like that, and like the the guts kind of ooze out of it as it's kind of like wriggling as its you know insect body still kind of moves around. And he's uh, and he looks at it and, and he says, <clears throat> I think it's, I think it's further this way. These these critters really just 
It is everywhere. This is, uh, there. there. Quite an astute observation. Um, yeah, and, uh, and, and just kind of look at the locusts themselves. Um, maybe sniffs, maybe just, maybe, you know. Just a small nibble. Maybe a little, a a little nibble. Um, to kind of understand, uh, like where. So good. Um, go now. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm My child is missing. You need to stop in three days. We're five thousand blorps in. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, and the thing is, the terrain is all kind of looking the same. It's a big area, and the the big part of it is that it is uniform. So the 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 proximity, the volume of the locusts, um, is kind of goes up and down as as we're traveling, and that seems to be all that Scrim is paying attention to. Um, that he's not he's not looking for tracks and he's not um, looking for any evidence of lizard men how would he's, you even see evidence of lizard men in this situation like it's it's very liquid just a, a different number of blorps you hear just the number of blorps <laughs> there's tracks you can look for bad reads and stuff but like I said this is why I wanted him I would have just you know been looking for footsteps and stuff locusts what's with this guy I don't know. He's weird, but he gets shit done. That's why I love him. Sniffing up. Well, he serves a higher power, you see, and uh, he says, oftentimes the works of uh, of such men, he says, can be mysterious to those on the outside, but you just have to trust that he understands how to interpret the words of those he serves. I say the only mystery I particularly care about is where my little Seamus is. So as long as we all stay focused on that particular, I'm all right with whatever it is Mr. Scrimcorn cares to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these have been eating eating lizard men flesh. Yeah, corpses. Definitely. But, uh... I think we're getting closer. Well, he either serves a higher power or he's just got really good taste buds. <laughs> Cedar, like, he tends to kind of stay towards the front, kind of close to the scrim corn. And uh, he says, uh, I, could, I, could I, will, tell I will find a child with, you know, with my assistant, scrim corn. You know, he'll be... He with his supplemental knowledge, we will surely find Seamus. Exactly. We are on the right track. But, like, secretly on the side... <laughs> he's like really he's kind just of like he's watching, Scrim he's looking around. at what Scrimcorn's doing, and he's like trying to pay attention to the things that Scrimcorn's paying attention to. Is it uh, is it always obvious to him, or ever obvious to him, what Scrimcorn is doing? No, no, he does, he <laughs> okay. does not get it. <laughs> he's, his, he's pretty grossed his, out. His by sphere it. of knowledge is in a completely <laughs> different arena. Yeah, he's pretty uh, grossed out, but he's trying to like at least save some kind of face. <laughs> so help lend color to the mirror. So what kind of things have you had to encounter personally, Cedar? Like what toll has it taken? What things have you seen? Talk to me about three days through the swamp. Uh, it's a lot of well, like there, half of what occupies Cedar's mind is that he uh, normally he's uh, he wears like fitted clothes, like you know, and that are <laughs> artfully do. distressed and dirty. Like he'll pack artfully dirt. dirty. But he usually takes part of his clothes, but he wants to look like he's been doing hard work. I'm, but he usually just sticks around the periphery of the town. <laughs> but this is the first time. He's just like he's really grossed out, but he's trying to like look like he's actually he well he wanted to like believe well, like, the group. Like is he the kind of guy who like would would like rub like salve in his nostrils to avoid the, the he's scent probably of the done town. That. He's been <laughs> doing whatever he can to like cover the scent. But he will do things like if he sees 
Scrimcorn bend down and grab something and smell it or taste it. He too will. He'll like kind of like uh, bend over and like uh, pretend to like do things like as if to to, to, pick to up contemplate the the, yeah. and, and confirm what Scrimcorn has said. He says a lot of you're doing great, Scrimcorn. Doing great. I approve of this. <laughs> That's just what I would yeah. have done. But I'm letting you go ahead as a learning <laughs> experience. Like a child, I must allow you to make mistakes. Scrimcorn just, just, because we're, we're, we've been traveling for a while and is just, like, resigned to, to this as, like, an extra, like, this is like a blister, like the talking of... That's the worst. Of the party is like a blister. <laughs> and you're just like, well, I gotta keep walking, so it's just. It just have to endure. Just get through this. Yeah. Um, Reginald doesn't talk a lot. He tends to be on the on the quiet side, like more towards the middle of the group. Um, you know, you get dirty when you're going through the swamp. That that just happens. Uh, there are areas where there it just is an unexpected sinkhole kind of area, and you go boom down into it. So, you know, he's muddy, like, up to his knees about. But, like, the hair remains perfect. It's like he spends extra time on it. But, like, of everything, it stands out more and more in relationship to the rest of his wardrobe. You know, he's wearing leather armor. He's got his, his like, little cloak, cloaklet thing. It's not a long cloak because, as you know, in a swamp, that's a very bad idea. You know, you know, it's, it's reasonable. Keeps you warm, and uh, yeah, it's just it's like showing that kind of wear. But but he, he's really like focused on like anything above the neck. <laughs> it's like really so important. Here, <laughs> it's like the ground goes and then, whoop, and then it's like ah, you know, Re- Reginald. That's what they call me. He says, "I gotta ask, what is your recipe for solves that keep the the spirit high?" The the soul clean, the mind sharp. He says, I am talking about those beautiful locks. Well, I could tell you, but then, sir, I would have to kill you. He says, aha, trade family <laughs> secret, huh? <laughs> I'm serious. He says, well, I can certainly respect that. He says, he says, I've been keeping an eye on you. You don't even have to reapply. No, sir, I do not, and you are welcome to buy some of that particular salt from my shop next time you are in the area. When we are back in town, it'll be my very first stop. If you survive it. He says, oh, I expect I will. I've got Paylor on my side, as he gestures up to, like, the one ray of sunlight coming <laughs> through the, like, trees. <laughs> Reginald kind of eyeballs that little sun shaft and... Says, his head he's always with all of us. Just gotta learn to let him in. Isn't it just? Whisper, uh, talk about your three days in the mirror. Whisper <laughs> is, uh, he, he tends to travel in the back, and he occasionally, you know, he whips out a little map from his, from his bag as we're walking along and compares what he's looking to where we're at and uh, makes a couple notes here and there when he sees a particularly nice patch of straight stock that maybe send an expedition out to in this area later. Um... Each night he swaps out his boots. He's got two pairs with him because he's no stranger to this. Fighting the trench foot. Fighting the trench foot. And uh, he, he looks comfortable. He, he usually in town, he's wearing just kind of regular shop clothes, but he's got like some very worn in leathers and he's got this big old honking crossbow thing sitting on his back that it's bigger than his pack and his pack's pretty small. And uh, he spends a lot of the evening oiling it and making sure it's all good because rust is just... 
everywhere in this thing. And he, he makes it sure it's good to go. And it's pretty quiet. And he gets along. But, I mean, there's bogs. There's moments where, you know, there's a stumble that's a little deeper than someone expects. And all of a sudden, you're up to your head. And, uh, you know, there's it's traveling in a swamp. And you don't know how deep the water is. And, you know, you're getting s- stuck in there. And he's slapping bugs. And it smells terrible. And, it's uh, not even to brush your teeth either when you're on the road like this. Oh, no, no, no. So, you know, each day progresses. He's getting a little grimier. But he looks, he looks like he's, this is not something he's uncomfortable with. So, um, we come across. Did it, did come across get, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. I was like, did everyone get to the chance? I, I went to the bathroom real quick. I didn't. You I did didn't. not? Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah, please. Johan is just, uh, he's. He's fairly chatty with everyone. He'll go from person to person. It's almost like in a, in a, uh, but, but it never comes across fully as just like friends. It, it there's this, there's this edge of like, I'm being the I'm 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 being the you know the community head here, right? I'm I'm coming and checking in on you and your family and just making sure that you're okay. And, and it's like, yeah, okay, but there's like there's always this edge of like, and you know, come on over to the temple when uh, when you're done, and you know, just so. We'd love to see you there. There's that. He's um, his his immaculate uh, uh, his his immaculate you know figure gets dirtied all up, um, at, you know, just from a couple hours travel in the yeah. bog. But when it comes evening time to make camp each night, he is he is pulling uh, bits and pieces out of his pack, like little uh, uh, dowels of metal and wood, like and he puts together contraptions, like like just shapes of these things, and he strings up uh, some rope and uh, and he. He create he fashions a, a something that he hangs his plate mail from and wipes off the muck and keeps it like elevated keeps it uh, suspended overnight uh, here in the bog and in the morning he's got uh, uh, he's got a blade and he carefully uh, he carefully uh, shaves his uh, shaves his beard and trims it all and does his hair and uh, you can see that when he's and when he puts on his plate mail there's a there's a layer of I can't remember what it's called the the clothing that you wear right underneath plate mail. Yeah, it's usually the padded called, thing. Yeah, it's got a name. No, it's, it's called the uh, gambeson. Yeah, that's gambeson. It. That's it. Most gambesons are utilitarian. They are, uh, you know, they're, they're there to protect, to be the layer in between the metal and the skin. And but his looks like a fine garment. Like it has, it's it, it. It looks like what what you know, like a nobleman would wear going to court. Except it is a gambeson. It is functionally. So he puts that on and uh, uh, before putting on his plate mail, it's like no, you you only see it for like ten seconds if you're watching him get dressed. Sure. Um, and uh, oh, but before he even puts his gambeson on in the morning, he is just doing he's doing push-ups in uh, in the muck. And just does, you know, must be a hundred push-ups, and uh, you know he's doing stretches and exercising. He does a little, uh, a bit like a little mud jog, like his whole morning exercise routine. It's at least an hour long before getting dressed, getting suited up, and he's ready to go. You know, he's not the last to get ready, despite all of this. He's an early riser. Excellent, insufferable. Uh, no, it's excellent. Um, you, you, you all, you all are able to. Through your experience, through your practicality, through your ingenuity, maintain yourselves. But let's be clear. You guys have seen tide pools that would swallow a giant crocodile whole. You guys have seen hordes of bugs 
far nastier than a, than a, than a few locusts uh, fly by and had to take that cover. You guys had to, had, had to hide in the reeds, climb trees, and use drawn all of your skills to survive even a relatively mundane three-day trek through through uh, through terrain as treacherous as this. And that's only brought you to a fork in the road. For Scrimcorn now identifies what you all see clearly before you is a shift in the terrain. What is what was miles upon miles of unending brackish marsh? Now you see clearly one kind of you know semi you could say kind of natural turn towards more of a bayou, more of a kind of a heavily forested, sunken forest type of uh, of environment. Okay. And one kind of pulls a little bit higher ground to more of like a, a scrubland where it's just it's a little bit less moist but more rotted and fetid. And Scrimcorn brings you to this this kind of head in the road and says quite simply what would you prefer risking? A forest full of will-o'-wisps? Or maybe bumping into a bodak? Are you saying we can go either way? Bad news. Bad news on, on either hand on this one. So the, the trail leads somewhere on the... That, that direction through the middle is going to be impassable, but we get to, uh, we just take the high road or the low road. Well, I always prefer to take the low road. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously. Ah. Uh, any, any other opinions? <laughs> well, Scrimcorn, we hired you to be our guide here. Well, we didn't really hire you. We convinced you to be our guide here. Well, assistant to the guide of uh, the great cedar here, uh, depending on how you look at it. Uh, it says, which way do you think would be the safest way to get through here? And let me, uh, on that good question, let me give you some information of what you're actually risking here, because this is a mechanical risk now that you're facing. So a bodak is an extremely deadly. Like, did he explain bodak to us? Uh, he has not. He has not. And I can give information about what these guys both are. Yeah. No. He he said yeah. that. I I, no. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That, this is yeah. this is simply a crossroads that you've been led to as a party. Okay. Right. And so your your options are heading into a wood where you guys are going to be assaulted by will o' wisps. Will o' wisps. All right. You will be you'll be uh, attacked. By them, and these are the the uh, the uh, you will each basically be taking four attacks from a will o' wisp, which is you know a moderately powerful beast, or you will be rolling a percentage chance. Basically, you will be doing a, uh, a a quick skill check to see whether or not you can avoid one of you getting hit with a bodax withering gaze. But we, but we're playing it out in character. We don't know these things. Yeah, you don't know these things. So this is the choice that you guys can make. But the uh, the the uh, RP of that will come as we make a choice of one or the other. Personally. So he said, yeah, he passes on. I like the drier road. 
uh, the the so he so he knows that these territories being yeah. the list of so Scrimcorn out. does know these things. He does so, know. Scrimcorn is giving is basically so you got a fork in the road and Scrimcorn is explaining that two roads lie before you, with these and then mechanically the risks are are as I've explained. Gotcha. But you guys get to. Make but what? So yeah, yeah. I'm, I've lost track of what we sure. know. What sure, my character knows. Your your character. All your, I've heard is high road, low road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your, so your character. You heard about the the bayou versus the scrubland. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah, yeah. exactly. So and that they both inhabit it. Um. So I am metagame giving you guys a decision, and you guys get to make that metagame decision and act it out as you would. Um, okay. Because you guys simply, unless someone would prefer to have specific information about any of these things, which you guys can totally represent. Um. The, how 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 you RP this is not this is something where you guys are just coming to a conclusion, um, and if you want to if you want to propose that like hey this is like high risk high reward or like we're not going to come through clean but we'll come through however you want to represent that to the group we can have that conversation but this is more just kind of a mechanical decision to be made yeah he, uh, high risk high reward that's whispered so that's his vote which would be the the bodak the bodak. The um, yeah, he passes on. Basically, Scrimcorn establishes that, uh, that things get things are going to get dangerous. That this is we're we're entering into, into an area where it's hard to not bump into some of the denizens of the mirror. So well, we did not set out on this journey expecting there to be nothing. <clears throat> what are you scared? <laughs> no, just high and dry is all We right might be able you. to slip by unnoticed. On one side, but there's less, less danger on the other. Personally, I'm pretty good at slipping by unnoticed, so that's the road I would take. And uh, maybe they won't notice me. <laughs> Remember why you came out here? Right, find your boy, your beautiful blonde-haired, sharp-cheeked boy, and he's gonna be fine. A hair on him, miss it. Place. Johan does a little shimmy. Streak, 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 streak. As his uh, plate mail scrapes against it, he says, Are you Well, I'm not exactly the most quiet uh, uh, quiet walker in this group. But you look like you can take a hit. He says, Oh, God, I can. <laughs> How about we send him first? <laughs> He's still just looking to Scrimcorn. Scrimcorn's his guide. He's fair. Um, uh,. Here with the high risk, high reward. Same. Um, uh, then if you're upset, Cedar? Cedar's not scared. <laughs> Obviously, we should go in the direction of the doorway. Do we know about the bodak? Did we actually. I'm not clear. I, I, sure, sure, sure. If I'm not explaining something, please, last. Well, yeah. actually, yeah, in terms of. So we know that. So we can't even know. know that, in that do, do we know that there is. Does Scrimcorn have knowledge that there is risk of Bodak on one side and risk of Willowis? Exactly. Okay. Oh, so he did tell us. So he so he does yeah, know that. That's, yeah, what, I, yeah, that's yeah, what I was trying to ask. Scrimcorn's not holding it back from us. Scrimcorn right. uses this fork in the road and basically tells you you guys So have. you said he tells us yeah. and that's what confused me because Dan didn't tell us. Gotcha, right. gotcha, gotcha. That, that, that was mistaken. So that was Scrimcorn, what I you know I, Bodak Yes, exactly. Willis, and then, and like, so now, yeah. That's, and then, so he, okay. They, he I'm sorry. I, yeah, that. I was trying to, I was, to provide some mechanical information and then facilitate the conversation. Um, no, he says we got we got Bodak territory on one, Willowis territory on the other. I prefer not to interact with either, which was why I suggested we not go on this crazy <laughs> swamp jog. Fair, 
fair. Now choose the Bodak. He sounds ridiculous. What do I know about Bodak? I do like the name Bodak. It has the same number of syllables as Paylor. That's a ridiculous reason, and I love it. You're choosing the thing I wanted, so I, I don't care why. Fine, we'll go with the Bodak route. That's awesome. All right. What do I know about Bodaks? Roll knowledge check. Do I Love it. know Bodak? Uh, I feel like I remember a picture it's in a swamp. From, from a second edition. It is. It is. So it is. Ten. Roll. Roll religion. Religion. I'm terrible at that. Religion. Jeez. We got a cleric. Yeah, you want me to roll uh, religion right here? Someone to help him. Here you go. I got an eleven because I ain't proficient in religion or or have a high intelligence. Gotcha. So like I convince people of things. You you simply know that it's a it's it's a a rare and very deadly undead beast. Um, You basically you know enough to know that if you ever encounter it, like go avoid it at all costs. There's like no scenario that you've ever heard of where you would want to fight one of these things. So let's go the I like to uh, adopt a policy of only learn enough about a topic that you need to know. And what I know about Bodax is that you run away if you see them. That's it. So we can go the Bodak route, and if we see one, we run. Do you tell us it's an undead thing, or do we know? Yeah, you know. I don't even need to know that much. Oh. Just it's dangerous and run. Hmm. See, just says undead. Hmm. Whoever told me about that said more things. I chose not to listen. <laughs> you heard run. Said cool. <clears throat> just a player. No, I do have uh, undead as my favorite as a hunter. So yeah. oh, yeah. that was your favorite enemy. I see. It's, it is undead. Yeah. So you are not. <laughs> So you don't have a problem with this. Um, he was scared on the inside. So are we going Bodak, it sounds like? Let's do Bodak. We're doing Bodak. I want to do Bodak. All right, so it's basically, uh, it's DC 14 stealth, and you guys got to make, you have five people, you got to make uh, three out of five to, to, successfully, to successfully avoid. Um, otherwise, someone will suffer a withering gaze. Uh, what's the roll? What's the check? DC 14 stealth. DC 14 stealth. Can I uh, use yeah use whatever powers you have? Yeah. If, if favorite enemy gives you something that will apply to his skills, absolutely it comes into play. He lends uh, his uh, lucky cockroach. That's one down. Seventeen. Perfect. So DC fourteen, you said? Yeah. He gives his lucky cockroach to uh, the metal man, which gives you an extra D four to your roll. You meet it, you make it. Right, you don't have to beat it. Lucky cockroach. Twenty and stuff. You, so you got two. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. Yes. Twenty-one. Perfect. Uh, let, let's have all the rolls. Right. You guys are, are now trying to pass with style. Wait. Oh, oh no, so we've no. already succeeded. Three out of five. They, they, have all, they have all succeeded, but please, I, I don't want anyone to not roll. The prior Taylor. So many D20s. That's awesome. Wait, is that a disadvantage? disadvantage. Or no, maybe disadvantage. Disadvantage. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mock knows this. And a D4. No, I'm at 12. What was the goal? A uh, 14. Oh, I'm at 12. Not bad. 12 is? Uh, 14 is the D6. Oh, no, no, I didn't get any. Well, you guys were able to, I ro- I to make it enough. <laughs> 
And as you guys begin to creep through this scrubland, uh, again, noxious gases pooling up in low in low points of the bog, kind of picking your way through. You come to a, a break in the uh, a break in the terrain, where all of a sudden, lying in front of you is a kind of a, a what was appears to be kind of like a chemically burnt area of just dead again dead uh, plant life. It just seems scoured and scorched. And seeing that, you, you guys immediately pull short. And there, about 30 yards off, is undeniably a bodak. Mm. It, like. it looks like Like this. a bodak. Ooh, bodacious. It's essentially a craven white, an undead Ugh. former follower of Orcus. Creepy. Something that is so vile Creepy. that... Hell itself will not accept it. It's pretty vile. It's so Hell accepts a lot of vile things. Calls the mirror The silence <laughs> of the Bodak is eerie in and of itself, as it makes not a, a, a whisper of sound, as it slowly stalks on. But fortunately, it was facing the other direction. It's quite strange. How do you guys avoid the Bodak? Very slowly. <laughs> Uh, Moving uh, very slowly. We wait for the blorp sounds, and then we take and steps every time the there's blurp. a blorp sound. <laughs> and there's a blorp. Amazing. Yeah, like there's, there's, there's while, while the Bodak is silent, the background noise of the mirror is, it's teeming with unpleasant life. And so I feel like there's definitely a moving when there is, when there's a rustling and when there's, when there's noise like that is what, what Scrim recommends. <laughs> And also just kind of giving it a wide berth. Like, it's pretty obvious that there's a huge swath of deadness. And just, okay, go around that. Don't don't walk in this path. Once you know where the danger is, it's it's easier to avoid. Easy enough to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. And the party moves on. Yeah, Johan, uh... Never mind, we already explained it as a group. So if you want to add them, I'll cut you off. No, Uh, yeah, uh, and we we move on. Uh, I totally you, could have killed him. <laughs> you you traverse the scrubland and arrive arrive at what is what is obviously the domain of the lizard people. You guys have you have, have arrived at, at the at the civilization that is that is perched deep deep within the mirror. You know, again, we're talking about three days that you guys have been journeying through a through a territory that is no more than 30 miles wide and 100 miles long. So you guys maybe are covering 8, 10 miles a day, just fighting for every inch. It's always slow going in the swamp. I mean, it's... This is the way it is. Yeah. It's walking through mud, you want to walk that way, and you're going... Just to find something where you're not swimming. Yeah. And so you basically have come to the edge of this, of this, uh, this lizard civilization, and... You know, lizard people. These are these are sentient creatures, but by no means civilized in their right. What you have is kind of outcropping of huts in kind of a steamy kind of you know jungle-like, more of the bayou that like you could say as it, as it as it kind of like sweeps around and uh, and and, and be kind of again grows into a a, a much larger uh, view in front of you. Um, you guys are spotting small patrols and, and, and avoiding at this point. The uh, the uh, again the outskirts of the civilization, um, 
and you know that it's this again that this is in there there is there's so many of these creatures here that fighting your way is is imp- impractical it's going to require a man with special skills <clears throat> scrimcorn says excuse you all right Got a special treat for you guys. <clears throat> is this is this different from that mushroom you gave me one time? This is will be far less pleasant. Because that was not pleasant. I stand by it. Takes all sorts. Just have to stay positive next time you do the mushroom. Sorry. Listen, um, I'm not a very positive person. <clears throat> Should really give a better warning next time. The lizard, the lizard folk have massive numbers, and while uncivilized, they're not unpractical. This, so much of this water here, so much of this water here, is completely stagnant. And with the numbers they have, they'd be disease-ridden and die out within a few weeks if they didn't take some precautions. So coming up over here, we've got a bit of a current, one of the strands of the, of the delta that goes out to the ocean. That's what they use as a giant toilet. Great. We're gonna go in that because they don't build any of their little huts and they don't walk around and hang out in the vicinity of this we use that and we can go all the way into the heart of their territory without any kind of resistance I mean if you're asking me if this is the first time I crawled into my sewer to go somewhere I'd have to say no (laughs) well it's the first time for me and he's all smiles he says how uh, deep is this uh Shit stream? Shit stream gonna be? The shit stream, as they actually call it in their local dialect, it's a different, it's a lizard word, but. Yeah, I know, actually, I picked that one up. You only learn about as much as you need to know, am I right? The, uh, you work against the current, so it's a little slower, but it's anywhere from waist to chest, but we'll be in it for a while. So you may wanna cinch any, uh, pant legs or any other openings to your clothing because this is this is worse than the usual bog I'll be honest not the best time for chit chat that's coming from me like a while as in like a day or an hour or a few minutes depends on how fast you walk I reckon I don't know where along this that the the kid is likely to be held, but it's going to be closer to this, so I don't know. We'll follow until the locusts point us okay. out of the shit stream. Right. Okay. I'm just going to make myself just a little, a little raft for my stuff. Just give me a few minutes. <laughs> a little string. The crossbow isn't great if you get it wet. I mean, it's it can manage, but 
I want the things submerged for hours. You put it on your head. That's why I like this thing. And he takes his, his mace and he just sticks it straight into the muck down, picks that back up, and he says, Just as good. Not great if you try to get somebody 100 feet away, though. Magic never gets wet. He says, That's a good line. I should get more of that. <laughs> you should get yourself more of that. So he guards, uh collecting some, you know, straight stalks. They float well. And, uh, you know, make, make himself little a little raft. You know, they're nice and straight. It's pretty easy. He's got some strings. You know, tell Takes a little bit of time. A wooden, kind of like the bamboo placemat kind of thing. I hope it's buoyant. He's not looking to float on it. Just, you know, put, like, his thing stuff on it and kind of push it along. Yeah, Cedar contemplates the, the idea of the shit string. And he is seriously... Thinking about the idea of just charging and having to go. This would probably be not be a good time to mention that smell is particulate. Mm. <laughs> I can handle anything. What's a particular? Sure, we can. Bits of stuff. <laughs> I can prepare all third level spells. Huh? I can prepare all third level spells. You have oh, slots. Yeah. You have so you're going to have some first level spell slots, second level spell slots, third it's, level spell but slots. They, well, they well you have uses. Oh no, I can prepare all third level spells. You just have a I number of nothing I could use in my second and first level. Now, right. I, now I'm getting it. Preparing is not the same as I got it. Yeah, you only have a set number of prepared, but that can be filled with first, second, and third. But then when you use them, um, inward and upward. <laughs> all right, I'm good to go. So he starts, Scrim starts wading in and kind of keeping his arms up. That doesn't really, eventually that doesn't help too much. It's, 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 it's high enough that you might as well just put your arms down. Okay. So this civilization is large, right? We're talking about, you know, several hundred of these, uh, of, of the lizard men. But it's not like vast. This isn't like an empire that kind of like spans many miles. Um, but we are, we are talking about maybe like a quarter mile of swimming upstream in... What is essentially lizard full excrement. <laughs> keeping your head down, keeping quiet when you need to, sticking to the reeds, maybe uh, maybe camouflaging a, a straight stock raft. And Scrim's Corn is able to lead you into the belly of the beast, the heart of this uh, of this village, this this uh, lizard folk hamlet. And as you guys like in sidekicks or like Cobra just bursts out of the water yeah. dramatically. Like um, baby seals. Oh god! You see and leeches. Shit seals. And, le- shits, uh, shit and leeches. You see a kind of a platforms of, of, of what were former ruins. This is, this is a this is kind of a, a stone platform amongst like the the the, the wooden and grass made hovels, uh, which is surely at the center of this town, uh, center of this of this uh, again of this village. And uh, yeah, and 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 cautiously waiting there, are able to pick up a very wee sub. Let's draw a map, so, real quick, shall we? 
Map. I'm gonna change the music to uh, something a little more map drawing. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm gonna cartographer music. What's our what's our beer count? Get us a map. What do you what kind of map do you want? Uh, yeah, there's a lot more. Okay, so there's one more on the table. I'm like, I don't want to take the last one, but I do want another one. I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh yeah, our stuff. But I can give you I can give you the the if the wet erase if you want. Oh, uh, take some of these empties. So we're I'm just gonna draw maybe like whatever, like a ten by ten. Yeah, what do you want? Um, We've got those if you want to unroll it and find a clean okay. spot, or I can get you the wetter. We got a lot of the three-minute uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do one of these. This, this works. Okay, then you should do the fresh roll that's blank. Oh, any other empties? But the ones that doesn't empties. look like a roll yeah. is you. Oh. Ask me some empties. Can't find that. Unroll it until it's fresh. We rip it off. You can rip that off because that's what we do. Gotcha. Or I mean, lots of ripping. Or folding as I attempted once. I yeah, the, I guess. Let's see. Or we got a swamp map. We got some swamp maps. I don't know. Uh, do we have a swamp map? No. I don't know. I don't think we do. Or I can't think of one. I got cold. We'll just, we'll just do this. This is good. All right. It's perfect. A narrow strip of land. Swamp filth on either side. Um, swamp filth. Mm -hmm. The shit stream. Alright, let me grab some markers here. Uh, I sent some out in front of Greg. I don't know where they ended up. Whether they're still there or not. You're talking about the wedding race? They're yeah. In front of me. They're right there. Oh, my, oh, my. oh, right there. Right here. Right there. There's you also the big bag of Sharpies somewhere. You don't need wedding race, yeah, just use the big bag of Sharpies. Yeah, because this is not. Yeah, I don't need what it is. Use the pen that Kaelin used for her name. It's probably by Kaelin. There it is. Ah, perfect. There it is. Found it. So. <clears throat> Greg, I figured people would need inspiration for their voices, but they, uh, did just fine, so I don't think we need this, uh... I came up with the whispery voice on the way over, like, he's a rogue. What's if he could be a human rogue? He needs a voice like, what if he just whispers all the time? Hey. I, I'm no, I'm digging you the. You got kind of um. And also, I wasn't planning that, but as soon as I started talking, that started happening. So I just went with it. I'm like, okay, he's a rogue. He's from the city. We, we did he's sort so of a monster, many, but he whispers all the time. We did so many voices yeah, when we first started Only the campaign. The whisper. A lot of our voices were uh, were. Back in my old life, I used to put people in swamps, not find people in swamps. <laughs> well, we did a lot of um. Uh, like race, like like nations, like region oh, accents before were like Scottish, yeah, and like okay, like kind of a Russian kind of thing, and like London uh -huh. guy, and so yeah, I like that that all these voices are. There's the, I mean, there's a cowboy a little bit is like a region thing, but it's much less like Scottish accent kind of thing. Yeah, which, mm -hmm. I, which I'm digging our Scottish accent. It's that uh, there's there's so much range within. Within basically what are like more these kind of thing where you're like, what does he, what does this guy look like? Oh. I reckon you're right. He's having a good time. I also like that I didn't realize that the whole point of these, that I can't forget what the back of the card is. You have, okay, lady. Well, you can turn this into an actual NPC, and then you just write down... Yeah, that's why there's a blank spot. Mm -hmm. Like, the NPC code, and like... All that, seven... Four, 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 four. 
Have we been using the thing that the people loved us for using? What? The NPC maker thingy? I forget what that was. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody loves we us get, for we doing it. tweeted. Or not tweeted. Like a scene used on Thursday nights or something. Yeah. Think about the free NPCs? Yeah. That's what it is. Well, that's a... I, I, I don't know if Eric is this week. Do you mean we use that? Yeah, I have used it. Uh, I used it for a bunch of the guys in um, Mirror Bar. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. It's these like, and and there's a whole series they just did that I'm going to be using that I'm really excited about. Yeah, Free NPC is awesome. It's just a project where where he or a group, I think it's just a guy, uh, makes an NPC every week. It's just like really well written out. It usually has to have connections to the other free NPCs that have made. Give us the name of it again for our viewers who make... I said free free NPC. Free NPC. Free NPC NPC project. It's freenpc.com. Or free NPCs? Oh, no, I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. I think it's free NPC singular. And it's .com? It's freenpc.com. It's dot dot .com. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. There's already like 25 of them or something. Uh... Yeah, for the uh, for the city guards. It's Remember the one at the, at the entrance to Mirabar, and there was city yeah. guards. There was that one guy that was like all slouchy, and the other guy. Oh, was one I was the those are all those are all free NPCs, and they were all connected That's to each cool. other. That's fun. Yeah, I support him on uh, Patreon. Uh, this guy. Yeah, he's this guy cool. is like a no hang. I think it might be how no, we got him. for real. No, I mean obviously like. Obviously not, but like. But like this is I think a thing that we got because it was no hangish, right? Oh yeah, that is like, totally. Like green with flying with wings. No hang had wings, right? Yes, yeah. Do. Yes. Functional wings. Bug flying bug men. Boom. And there were actual trains. And there were. And they were actual trains. I really enjoyed Kevin. Uh, asking about our season one campaign and being like, well, that's not really cool. Uh, <laughs> Over here? Uh, yeah. Is this Why where we're at? Is the water that good? <laughs> okay, so yeah, here's the water lines. You guys can put yourself right. anywhere in the water and you see visually a couple of things here. Oh, I thought we only heard a whimpering. You did hear a whimpering. And now I'm explaining that. I'm guessing oh, that's, that's, I'm guessing that's what we that's heard before that. we wiped the muck from our eyes. That's right. You guys are coming out of the water like fucking sidekicks. Uh, and as, again, as you as you close to the edge, you see that that truly, truly the uh, the, the, the position again. That you you have been led straight into the heart of this, of this empire. For you see you see again this this stone structure, a raised dais. Um, and you know, lizard folk shambling about languidly as if they have no responsibilities in the uh, in the in the community for hunting, gathering, etc. You assume this must be some sort of seat of power. And uh, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a a site that does not speak to any particular activity going on. You have the you you have uh, uh, the the child that you've been seeking, wee baby Seamus. Simply tied up in the corner, you know, several feet away from a, crude, a crudely carved uh, stone throne, whereupon it sits a uh, uh, a crazily wooden and and, and uh, wooden bead bedecked lizard folk, and they hiss to each other as they as they natter on in draconic. Any draconic? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, uh, natter on in uh, in uh, in draconic with one another. Um, the only. So this here, I will say, is not a massive crocodile, but it's simply a pit where you see occasional crocodiles go, kabap, 
<laughs> so, oh, no. th- th- this here is a uh, a 30-foot pit. Um, the Corvette. Yeah, what's up? Known as the Corvette. <laughs> exactly. A 30-foot 30, a pit full of gnashing crocs. And you have... Uh, yeah, and, and, and you have basically a, uh, a mission of rendition here. Uh, what kind of equipment do the lizard guys have? You got basically, you got some guys with, uh, with some javelins. You have, uh, yeah, javelins, and let me tell you a little more about their uh, yeah. kit. Any of them wearing, like, armor? Let's see. Is there any, um... Is this just the bank of a river? Is there any trees or scrub or bushes or cover? Um, yeah, so cover is pretty minimal. Like, it's this, it's this raised stone dais. Um, but you guys have, have total cover right now. Okay. Coming up, coming up over, the, over this edge. We basically are, are, are coming up um, out, out of the water here. You are, you are five feet below this, the, this bank. Um, Oh, so this is like oh, five this feet is the raised. Yeah. Is this the raised thing? So yeah, exactly. You basically have five feet down, and this is just like even, dirt. And this is five feet up. And this is just like dirt, kind of like yeah, this is st- stable ground, stone, stone. cobblestone. Like and this you, is you guys are in kind of like a Mayan ruin type feel. Does he look? Do any of them look different? That guy is the only one who who uh, who looks substantially different. Hmm. Okay. Uh, even though the minis are different. I'd like to go first if we can. Um, yes, let's, uh... If that's, uh, up for grabs. Well, we, uh, we basically, we, we have a surprise round. Um, we have a surprise round, and then we'll be, we'll be, uh, rolling initiative. The one caveat, which is, again, it's just something mechanically I'm putting out there, is mm-hmm. if yeah. someone, if someone doesn't reach the child in two rounds, shit goes south. Okay. Um, leave it at that. So there is, there is a, there is a time, a, a bit of a timer running in addition to you guys. Uh, having a having a group objective of recovering that child and escaping with him. Okay. And I, I will I will also define escape as everyone who's going to leave, returning to the water. Returning to the oh, water. We were going upstream. Go this so, way. Go this way. What was that last yeah. thing? The last thing I'm yeah, defining. Let me that I'm again. defining escape in this scenario. Basically, everyone has to get back. Yeah. Again, you can. Yeah, you can kill it. I heard get to the child, and then I heard. Get the child and then escape. So it's right. get to the child and escape with it in okay. two rounds. Yeah, so there's a timer. If you don't get to the child in two rounds, uh-huh. it happens. Uh huh. Yeah. The the objective is to leave with the child, defeating all the enemies is, is, is a possibility. Um, if that's achievable, but and the, then but the two rounds because it sounds like Sam was after this. The two rounds is to get to the child, yes. not escape with the child. Not escape exactly. Not okay. escape with the child. Just one. Okay. Um, and then Perfect. yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, victory condition or escape condition can be yeah, re- re- removing the child back to the water with whoever is deciding. Like if, if someone says, you know what, I'm gonna hold them off. I'm gonna stand back. You don't have to have everyone in the water to escape. You basically, once you basically say, child in the water, we're in the water, we're calling escape, then at that point, everyone who's in the water escapes, everyone who's out the water, they're, they're left. Gotcha. This is sort of, uh, I'm getting an XCOM sort of vibe. That's our that's our VIP. This is our extraction point. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't honestly say it's XCOM based. I haven't played enough. Um, but one it's a good fun. concept. But yeah, yeah, this is this is a little bit of a. a I just put it in terms I understood. No, please, yeah. <laughs> I, the little I know, I'm reinforcing that, but don't yeah. want to don't want to reach farther than my grasp. Um, so, uh, right. yeah, you guys, but you guys have that. You guys have that surprise round, okay. and uh, 
So I can position to... your guys yourselves anywhere in the anywhere in the water to uh, um, to, yeah, to facilitate to facilitate what, what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm guessing that's yeah. the laying down oh, yeah. for the body. So I'm gonna put this out to the group because I'm still learning what a warlock sure. does. Um, what my thought is is I want to cast Hunger of Hadar, which is totally doable in this space. As far as distance goes, it's 150 feet. Are you, are you going first? Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's propositioning. I'm propositioning this. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. Um, it's a 20 foot radius circle of just fuckitude. So. 20 foot radius. That's like yeah, most it's of this. Big. Not on the kid. Not on the kid. <laughs> oh. No. Um, but I'm thinking like where where do I put this thing to like kind of get these two guys? Right there. Right here. Right here. Gets everyone. Right here. That gets all of them. Uh, I guess everyone except for that. If it's magic square radius, it's it's a sphere. Uh, so then no, we don't. It actually has to count, right? Right. One, two. It's twenty foot no, radius, right? Right. Twenty foot radius. Twenty foot radius. Perfect. All the way. Twenty foot radius. So center it there. It gets everyone. Center it there. And not the baby. Well, no, it will get the baby. No, I wanna I wanna shimmy it to the side to not get the baby. Well, then do it here. There. Shoot me it there. Perfect. And that'll technically there. Yep. Well, wherever One, two, it needs to be. Three, four. Yeah, it needs to be Perfect. there. Okay. So, so here's, our, here's our radius brownie. There you go. And then if oh, someone can draw stuff. that for me or uh-huh. otherwise put markers so that we have a clear. Is that a concentration that. spell? It is a duration okay. of one minute. Oh, does damn. it say? Does so, it say? And it makes them all blinded. Uh, anyone who starts in the square gets damaged. Um, they're blinded. It when is they're concentration. In it. And I'm going to concentrate on that um, if that's what it requires. That's a little C there. there. Oh, cool. That. That's a perfectly fine thing to do, I think. Because um, then I can drop it when I need to. Yeah. Um, so that's why I wanted to start that right away because. Just so, so we don't. Yeah, so no one, so no one mucks that up. Okay, so I'm going to describe it as it's written because I just love the description. Um, you open a gateway to the dark between the stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. A 20-foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold appears centered on a point with it with range lasting from duration. This void is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. No light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area. And creatures fully within the area are blinded. A void, the void creates a warp in the fabric of space, and the area is difficult terrain. The area is difficult terrain. Okay. Any creature that starts its turn in the area takes 2d6 cold damage. Any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 acid damage Ooh. as a milky, otherworldly tentacle rubs against it. All right. Bad touch. One tentacle somehow rubbing 10 people. Well, it's multiple tentacles. One per person. I don't think it's one. Ten, yeah. ten, ten is that, is that clear to everyone? That's clear. That Excellent. Okay. okay, so there uh, we go. Roll them bones. Roll them bones. Um, so I'm rolling... Do you target a corner with I, the spells I, when no. it's a radius? It doesn't say uh, range that. area. Yeah, you target... So it's 20-foot sphere. You target a corner. Yeah, but you, I'm asking you, you spell users. Spell oh, I mean... I always... I've always targeted a square. Uh, it should be corner. Oh, do, do it this way. We've it always does, done it. It's, it's a attack save I dex am... 14. Okay, perfect. So just straight up. I got, him. I got all my, I got all my names for these guys. I was I was fortunate to be able to have unique minis amongst the same guys. Which dice would you guys like me to use? Any... Whichever one you'd want to use. 
Yeah, you just okay. use whatever you I'll like. Use whatever's available. If you like I'll the big one, Ooh, I like, the big one. I like the big one. The big one's okay, so we're gonna go. We're basically just gonna go. Give me a point uh, for you. Yeah, here. If we're gonna go. Whatever. Uh, so this one. So that is, this is for shield, the acid shield guy. damage, basically. This is for the acid damage, right? They're blinded because it's dark. Avoid the acid damage. Okay. Five. That looks like a fail. Negative. We so, got wings. So that was shield. That was shield. And then flying. We got wings. Yeah, flying. Flying. Twenty. Oh, that's okay. Uh, fin guy, guy with the big fin. fin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten go. plus. Does he have a plus four? He. Or better. Uh, which is this? No, he does not. He's not. For dex. Dex save fourteen. He does not. Okay. So we got guy with a staff. Magical guy looks like. Looks like the big honcho. He's yeah. on his own little square. Yeah, little dude. Mm. I think so. He is a different guy. Does he have uh, a plus four? No, for dex. He does no. not. Okay, so he takes some damage, and the one with the spear. Uh, fail. Uh, he is scaly guy. Scaly guy. Scaly guy, and the other guy's frog looks guy. Frog dude. Uh, he oh, says as well. Good. So we got okay. three fails, well. and so 2d6 damage. Uh, I'll let you roll that damage. I, it, I'll roll the damage. It, oh, perfect. Rolled individually, or is it all at once? I what are we doing, Greg, on that? 2d6 acid damage. You roll one damage, so I you roll think each. Just, just the one, Oh, uh, you roll one damage. One damage, one damage sounds damage. fine perfect. to me. That sounds good to me. Oh, okay. Six That's damage. Six. Okay, perfect. So, six. And then when they start their turn, they'll all take perfect. Uh, an additional 2d6. Describe Do their... you get an extra at the start, or is it just, no. does it just create the zone? No, I mean, it's... it's they. Uh, oh, sorry. Any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed the dexterity. So, it's, yeah, if yeah. you start your turn, So, we'll just put those there. aside. Yeah. We'll count... Like maybe the. So basically, they're, they're going to get that all in the start of their turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if they end their turn. I heard both, both, I think. What's at the start of the turn? It says, what is it? Any creature that ends its turn in the. There's any cold creature that starts its turn start, takes cold damage. And there's acid damage. Uh, if you end your end. turn, you take acid damage. So we'll damage. just count but this, I guess. Start is no start. Save. No save. It's just if you're in that zone at the start of your turn, which they will be in this case. Gotcha. There's no save. End turn is with save. Right. Yeah. So gotcha. how so about there was an initial save, and then there's a start automatic, and then there's an end save. What's the initial save do? I don't think there is an initial there save. There is none. I just, there's no initial I just, effect at all. We, we just jumped on that a little too fast, I think. Gotcha. Okay, so we got excited. This is the starting damage that will count for when they start their turns. Perfect. That works just And they're all going to take six. Six damage. Uh, uh, yeah, the guys who yeah, the guys who failed. Perfect. It's two no, no, everyone. All of them. All that was a mistake. All of them. Yeah. All of them. The ones who... Beginning of turn, no save. Perfect. End of turn, save. Save. Right. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, thank you for bearing with me. This is the beginning of the turn. It was your first spellcaster. damage? It's a different damage completely. It's cold damage Fair versus acid Is it 2d6 though? It is 2d6, yes. In both cases. Mm-hmm. It is 2d6. Understood. It's just different. It's meaningful if you had, like, a That spell has a lot of things. Oh, and yeah, it's it blinded, yeah. it's rough terrain, it's concentration. Wait, so they're blinded? Yeah, they it's magical darkness. No, that is a sphere of black oh, magical darkness. Magical darkness. Which means if anyone wants to run up this corridor and deal with these two fuckers, get that guy and come back, that would probably be and more simple. Magical darkness! Would you like me to bring the light of the sun onto it? No. <laughs> I would not. He says, just checking! He says, Paylor would grant his light to us if we requested it. Thank goodness for Paylor. Just as one logistical thing. Since, yes. Uh, first spellcaster, um, awesome thing. It, it 
If you take damage, you have to take a, make a check. Otherwise, it disappears. Just right. I'm way back here. Yeah. Hopefully, just throwing it out there. Hopefully, hiding behind you. Folks or are we will... taking damage from the poo-based infection that we clearly all have? That is uh, a long No, term. that's a disease. Which, if this is a multi-session campaign, you'd absolutely be. You have contracted all that disease. <laughs> um, you have exhaustion. It's I, slow acting. I won't be in the driver's seat to inflict that upon you. Exhaustion. Leave it for leave it for the apple odds. Death dog poison. No. <laughs> Man, we have to remember that. not to move this one any. Uh, I was like, okay, it's me. No, wait, that's not. Yeah, let's all get our surprise and then we'll roll this initiative. Right. Are we just doing like clockwise for surprise? Sounds great. Okay. Clockwise for surprise. Paylor! The time is now! Is this rough terrain? Yeah. It's water, swimming, yeah. Paylor, I'm not very fast. I'm sorry. Okay, I have I to apologize. look over my actions real quick. Uh. <laughs> Wow, I do not have a lot of strength. Swinging my weapon is hard. Not what great. What did you spend all your points on? Um, was it linebacker? <laughs> That's a good question. I do not have a damaging spell. I want to cast. I want to cast a spell. Uh, magic missile. Damaging cantrips. <laughs> not be doing my voice. Okay, let's see. No, you just mutter to yourself. Any I want damaging spells. Right. And I, I, I got, I got stuff. Strong, um, so I want to cast a spell. <laughs> Who was I nearby? Is it who, who? Really, these are the only two targets that are right currently here. visible. You were right here when you started. Where's the ranger guy? Where's the guy with the bow? That's me. Uh, we have a guy with a crossbow and a guy with a bow. We who's, have who's better? Cedar? I don't know. Well, that guy. Oh, he's better. better. Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right, you've been convincing me the whole time. Are you the guy with the bow right here? He's a lot louder. So I'm actually going to use. <laughs> was I? I was here or yeah. here? Here. You were there. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I'm going way over here because I have to touch you. Ooh. I don't want anybody else. He says, "Hey, Cedar!" I touch you sometimes. Yes. <laughs> by the power of Paylor, by the grace of Paylor, Lionel your bow open. will strike true. And he touches your you, face. and light flows so through, like just that. Actually, what happens is light. Pours up out of the uh, out of the plate mail of uh, <laughs> the uh, bosom of his armor from within Johan's uh, plate mail, and some of the like dirt and grime sloughs off as this happens, and then the light just pours into you as your uh, bow starts All glowing. All creatures are beautiful. It's uh, Taylor's light. The weapon becomes a magical weapon. Even here. Oh, this is concentration. Hmm. I have one turn. Wait, why would I cast this as level three? That doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, it's you. Oh, sorry. I'm new to the spellcasters, yeah. so it shows so, them all the spells right. in the if, thing. If they're blue, that means they are the charged up version. So you want to go to whatever section has the black version of it. This is the one I wanted. Elemental weapon. Much. This is the third level point. Okay, I thought I was selecting that. Your it does same effect, same the effect? same thing, um, but it... Uh, but better... <laughs> But as the light pours over uh, over your bow, it's uh, uh, you see a sort of flames shoot up along the string, uh, just a, a harmless flame that juts back and forth. And your weapon uh, gets a plus one bonus to attack rolls and deals an extra d4 damage, fire damage. D1 fire damage. Yep. Surely it was an indie all Not D1, one D4. You just brought out my natural <laughs> brought out. Okay. That's what it was on one, two, three, four, and then he walks there. It's not very far, and uh, I can't do a second concentration spell. Is that right? Correct. 
Uh, and the, me, the minute you cast it, or the instant you cast it, the other one ceases. Yeah. Let's let's not do that. Is that one? You can do cantrips. Or melee attack. Uh, and then he uh, he reaches his hand up into the air and he says, "Now, Paylor, one for me." And uh, as he closes his fist, a, he, he's holding, by the way, so he's wearing his plate mail. He has a big shield in one hand and a mace in the other. Uh, uh, and he, shield and a he, can, uh, he can cast spells without needing to uh, have a free hand. Nice. Uh, the, amulet around his, uh, the amulet around his neck glows, and then f- out of the amulet comes a, uh, a mace that looks just like his, but it is made of pure light and then just hovers beside his own as he's now got his shield, his own mace, and a mace of light floating next to him. Side I thought you were that Locus was going to come out of there. That oh. is a spiritual weapon. Yeah. And that, so that wasn't like another spell, that was just a... That is another spell, it's a bonus action, and it does not require concentration, weirdly. Right. You've been reading your spells. Spiritual weapon. Well Good done. Time. Uh, is that Cedar next? Yeah. You're going oh, clockwise? Yes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh. I you two. Let's see. Uh, Cedar casts uh, Hunter's Mark on that lizard the close one? right in the corner. Yeah. The one you can see? Oh, yeah. The close one. I can see. Yeah, yeah. I presume you can't see the guys in the, in the sphere of horrible darkness. No, that is. You see <laughs> nothing now behind that. I figure. I, he cannot. Yes. Um. The old 4th edition Hunter's Mark, though. From if we're a surprise round? Or a surprise it, round? Good, mm, good question. Yeah. I don't think... Advantage. I think you do surprise get advantage. Mm. That's true. Uh, you don't want to... Alright, so... It's if, if... Yeah, if we're surprising them. It's if you have stealth or not, I think. I don't know. I don't remember. I will... I'm saying yes. So that's 24, and then... Uh, one, two, Kick ass. Eight. Good job, Hugh. Two plus five. I don't know what that's the spectral weapon. Seven. Uh, nine damage to that. Yeah, it's a club. And then uh, I get to attack again. Oh, nice. Uh, that hits. Let's see. <laughs> you, you, you're very confident about your rolls. It was a... Uh, it was a 27. I'll give that to you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, six, six, uh, Cedar's arrogance is, is shining through in these rolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it hits. Uh, what, what was the second damage? Nine more damage to that guy. Uh, perfect. This guy is on his... He takes two arrows. Do you want to describe the, the, the shot at all? Uh, let's see. Uh, he lived, but not by much. Uh... Yeah. Uh, Cedar, he stabs one arrow to the ground, draws the other one, pulls it back, fires the second one, grabs the other one, and he just comes like, he shoots two, arrow, two arrows in quick succession. And, uh... They both hit home. One in the arm, one in the leg. So, you know, by Pierce rules, he can't move or swing, but he's still not dead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Can I correct my turn? Yes. Uh, my spiritual weapon, I thought... I skimmed it quickly because I was trying not to hold up. I thought it floats next to me and enhances my thing. It's actually an entirely separate conjuration that I have to move around. Awesome. And it's got a range of 60, so I can summon it and strike with it. Uh, do that, please. 
Yeah. We want that. Yes, please. So when he, so the 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 mace, you know, pulled, formed itself out of his holy, uh, out of his holy symbol that uh, that hangs around his neck, and then just shoots forward like an arrow, just striking straight at that lizard man right there. So it is a spell attack. Like that? Which is at plus six, it looks like. So that will be a 14. Uh, just misses by one. It is. It forms out of the amulet. It is easy to see coming as it flies through the air. The lizard man has enough time to, perhaps still being confused at the sight, sidestep as the mace just whoo, And then the mace floats in the air next to him, like in a ready striking position. He's engaged. So it is now a spectral weapon, but it is there. Very good, very good. Scribble card. It's in rough terrain. He moves up, so he's going to move. One, two, three, four, five, six. This is as far as he can get. And he's going to cast a spell, and then he can wild chip as his bonus action. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he wades forward through the muck and, and excrement. And, uh, and you see him concentrate um, and reach into one of his pouches. And grab grab what looks like to be like a, a dead like a like a small snake like a dead snake and, <laughs> and grabs it. it and squeezes it um, yeah. looks freshly dead looks like he's you know maybe picked it up on our on our way I'm casting conjure animals and no I'm not going to submit you to the uh, pain of how many owls Dan eight, eight small creatures I'm just gonna bring in one huge snake that's amazing <gasps> and the snake. Massive snake uh, what? bursts out. Uh, that's okay. So it's three I'm by three. Just, I'm just gonna assume that that snake was just sitting next to the platform, and you're like, "Hey, come help me." Um, now this, uh, whether it was there before or summoned through some fey no, magic. No, I'm joking. You say how yeah. it happened. Uh, whether it was there before or summoned through some fey magic, uh, it springs out from the excrement. Oh, like raises up and then. Like not seeing how much his body was coiled, like leaps forward and immediately moves here. I'm sending it here. Um, it gets its own initiative, so we'll figure that then. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, it doesn't get an action now, but it's going to be. Uh, he he shouts because he, he gives a, a, a verbal commands and um and says, "Kill any lizards that make their way out of there." Um, <laughs> nice. And it's going to be. Waiting for some fleeing, terrified lizards who will be super surprised. Then it's well hungry. As his bonus action, forms takes a form that. Uh, actually, yeah, you tell people. Yeah, you're not surprised by that. They're not. Yeah, bugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, takes his form. Bugs. Melt into bug. Awesome. Whisper. Whisper goes. Uh, one, two, three. That's I have me. advantage. That's me. Yes. That's you awesome. did it. You That's did it. You did it. I said not to Take do. a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to fucking drink on that one. <laughs> you even said. You do it. I've been sitting here the entire time like, okay, now I'm going to go. Weaver. Where am I? I've been staring I at him. This Weaver. guy. God That's damn it. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Don't You're not Hugh it. anymore. No. <laughs> Cedar says, you wish you were me. Whisper says, get the Aurora. <laughs> Get yeah. <laughs> I uh, one, two, three. Um, I have advantage right now. Sweet. I'm gonna do a uh, sure shot. 
No, what I forget what the name of the feat is. Anyway. Definite I, hit. Yeah. yeah. No, I can take a minus five on my attack to add plus ten to the damage. Do it. Good idea. So I'm doing that. Ooh. It's not great, but uh, I think that's probably a whiff. Yeah, it's probably a whiff. But it's so, sure shot. Two, 11? Mm. AC? Mm. 11, uh, 11 AC does not, does not hit. Great. So he pops in the water, fires a bolt, and uh, he's going to try and hide as a bonus action. Can I hide in the water as a bonus action? Uh, you... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you hide in the water. Awesome. So it popped out of it originally. Give me a DC Ooh. 10 30. Oh, no. That's great. That's a You that's vanish great. into the night. I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna be efficient about my rolling and just say, we'll give it to you. Alright. You have a plus I, 10 to I, stealth. I, I yeah. could be wrong, but we'll give it to you. Okay. Whisper gone in a fart. There, um, I already did my turn. Yeah, you do your turn, that's right. You start. So great. Let's roll they'll, the initiative. They'll take their six damage, presumably. Just uh, give me your initiatives. Fuck yes. Three. Fuck yes. Okay. okay. I have a minus one to initiative. Yeah. Okay. So Aww. you can write this down, and I'm gonna put these up here when you Regional. get them. You have a three. Scrim. Yeah. Are and you? Then, are you doing initiative? Uh, I am doing. For the board. Oh. Unless you want to. Oh yeah. Someone just give me an order so we can test this out. Awesome. Yeah. 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 First. First attempt. So let's write the names. Well. No. Uh, uh, well, I was thinking you. No, because we're gonna write that in order. So if we get the numbers, then you give me the order, and I put them down up here. Does that make sense? Okay. Sure. So you go around the table? So yeah, John, three. Uh, go around the table. Uh, I have a 20, not natural. 20? 20, 20 for Cedar. Scrim. 13 for Scrim, but I also have a snake, which is separate, which is 22. Nice. Uh, nine. Nine, nine on Josiah. Nine for Josiah. Reginald. 18. 18? 18. And your okay. own guys. Uh, I'm going to roll for them. Six. And then for the shaman, I will go separate to break it up a little bit. Worse for them. So Liz, the Liz's is gonna be at. I think six. Um, I think he's before me. And the oh, shaman guessing. is gonna be at three. You guys crushed it. I did not know that D and D Beyond had ads because I have the subscription. Oh right. Ah, yeah yeah nice. Okay so. Snake. I did it all in the header. Snake, 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 snake. I love that the snake goes first. Snake is first? Amazing. That's the fastest snake in the West. Dude, Sam, why don't you have Guiding Bolt? Oh, I, I have that known. It's so good. Uh, if it hits. Oh, it doesn't provide the advantage if it misses, huh? Correct. Okay, so you want top? What, do you, what, what do you want? Uh, snake is going to ready for... Uh, Merging a guy coming out of the darkness. Okay. Oh, sorry, I'm just helping you with this. Yes. You, have, you have everyone you need? Yeah, yeah, I got so members from Kevin. Okay, you got, all, you got all of them. So I'm going to be right L- Lizard Man at six, three. and then Shaman at the bottom at three. Right. Oh, that's uh, okay, So I have that. Okay, so, so Lizard Man is readying for seeing someone. The no, sorry, sorry, the snake is left. Yeah. So snake's action is to ready for a guy coming out of the darkness, and he's going to try to attack. Perfect. So when you ready an action, you can use either one of your attacks, like. I think you ready to specific attack, okay. but I don't know. We I don't know how ready. that works with you, multi-attack critters. You have to ready a specific right. action. And he's going to be ready for a guy getting within five foot reach that he can actually see, because the idea is that's in yeah. darkness. I can't do that. To use his constrict attack with each of five foot reach. 
Bitchin'. Does he have a multi-attacks? Is that kind of his thing? No, he picks either bite, which has a longer reach, or constrict, which is closer reach. But he's, gotcha. he wants to constrict. And that would be gotcha. simple. That's always a named thing. Gotcha. All right. Who, who, it's uh, usually called Cedar. Let's have it, bud. Uh, Cedar fires at uh, the same dude. Roll, roll them bones. Uh, that is uh, 22. 22. The arrow catches the Woo! fire as it looses from the bow. You ki- and you kill him. Let's talk about it. The fire of Paylor. Um, Let's talk about I know you're going to kill him with, with your bonus. The uh, arrow hits him in the chest, and then there's a kind of a burst of fire that, in the form of a ring that comes out from the... Uh, the attack and uh, burns the rest of his body as it spreads. Uh, as the fire spreads, um, guys, kind of a how, how does that fire? Is it turning into ash? Is it? Uh, it? No, it's not quite that. It's not, well, it is a third level spell. Um, it's a pretty bright. It, it is. It's Paylor, so it is actually more like light than it is fire. But it is uh, fire. Okay. But but it's like it burns with like the 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 white hot heat of, of the like sun. the surface of the sun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think like where where it burns, it burns like completely. So it's like a really bad summer. I want to just put those there as markers. Those are two rounds. Once those two rounds are done. Shit goes down with the kid. Uh, Greg and the shaman tied. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Why'd you roll it off? Five. Can you use my. Uh, so this guy is. Uh, toast? Shaman wins. I'm use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark to that guy. Nice. And uh, I can roll again to attack. Because you got two attacks. Two attacks. Lucky you. Uh, Rogues only ever get one. Does 15 hit? Uh, 15 hits exactly. Oh, All right. Nice. On the on oh, the note. 15. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's 15 damage. 15 damage. Yeah. Uh, great. Take a big chunk out of. Wait, that that is frog. He was untouched before. You got touched him. Touched him. Young yeah, touched him. Touched by a ranger. Touched by a ranger. He got arrowed in the heart. I want that series. Can that be the episode title? It's the crossover between Walker Tuxed Ranger and Touched by a Ranger. Walker Tuxed by a Ranger. Just imagine that, like, emotional opening, and then there's a roundhouse kick. Yeah. Walker Tuxed Ranger. It's mostly just Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman and, like, Touched by a Ranger. Uh, let's, let's get it, guys. Uh, Reginald. Is that... That's me. That's you. Um, I'm going to maintain this. Uh, That's fitness. automatic. Automatic. Uh, can you cast other else? spells when you're concentrating? That's I my next remember. question. Yeah, you can. Non-concentration. Can? As long as they're not concentration spells. Ooh, the only okay. thing that requires you to do that check is if you take damage or... Well, Eldritch Blast, I can do up to 240 feet. What? Because I have doubled... The long one. I have I have a doubled range because of some shenanigans. I think you might need to move a bit to get line oh, of sight on the guy way back there. Need to. Well, yeah, because this is a block. Bonk, bonk, bonk. There. How about that? Beautiful. You're lined up. I'm lined up. He's, All right. He probably has maybe cover. I yeah. Can, I'm shooting I can through. ignore uh, half cover and two thirds cover. Oh wow. It's devil sight, or it's not devil sight. It's um. Spell sniper. Perfect. Mm. You've, uh, um, you've avoided that. You are now. You are now. Yes. Fire away. Right. Fire. Fire away. All right. Let's do this. Let's see if we can. Let's see if we can hit with this. It's a plus six. Uh, mm, nope. 
Uh, that is a nine. Negative. Probably not going to hit on that blast. But that's okay, because I'm just going to maintain my damage zone on that and call it a whiff. Shoom! It flies over the head of the frogman, because he's shorter than I expected. At this distance, it's... Like a blunderbuss. That's true. Deep in the swamp. What's that? What's that, bud? What's that, bud? He's my neighbor. Uh, Scrim. Uh, Scrim is going to move forward uh, in bug swarm. And actually, he's going to... It's called a dash, right? So yeah, I do basic double move. move. All right, so he can go 30 usually. So he's just his standard um, clippy buggy things. Uh, so that's one, two, three, four... Five, six, one, two, three. Why are you doing rough terrain? Did you step on rough terrain? Uh, I'm coming out of this. Where's rough terrain? Yeah, the, 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 blood. the blood. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank cut you cut that corner. Um, you cut the corner of the darkness. Uh, yeah, you may need to. Right. right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, around, eleven, around. twelve. Uh, with the bugs, you can. You're. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right. Okay. Um, Is it rough terrain though? You goes through people or not really? No, it actually it always talks about as like you can you can occupy other people's squares. It never actually discusses other people being rough terrain. I just since it never brings it up, my assumption is not. Okay. Um, but I can look into that later. I'm basically going there. I'm still within his threatened range and I'm not attacking. Yeah, absolutely. Um you are you're solidus. Uh Josiah. Jos uh that's me. Okay. That's Whisper. Uh, whisper. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's what his friends call him. Uh, it's fine, the man. DM is not it's all his good. friend. Uh, he, you know, a friend of mine. He's killing all the people. Killing all Pops your up and uh, my takes my a hit on friend. this feller. Frog. Froggy. And we're not going to do the minus five this time. This guy's already injured. Yeah, uh, 19 will do it, probably. Delicious. You got the advantage from, from Bleach? Because I'm hidden? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, right, never mind me. Uh, perfect. Delectable. Awesome. How much? Uh, how much uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. We got that. We got that. Uh, so oh. that's gonna be fifteen. You got Fifty. Him. You got him, and then some. Great. Uh, yeah. Bursting out from the water like a million Navy SEAL like uh, commercials. Um, <laughs> it's more of a slow rise. Yeah, slowly out of the water, like with the thing and the water dripping off, and pop as a. Uh, Drippy wet bolt flies goer and just gets him right in his already wounded body as he just flops right in his over. Body. Right in his body. Right, right in the, the body. body. <laughs> right in the part where his meat is. Center, oh center oh, of my body. Of body. Yeah. Uh, you killed his body. His no, body my body. I'm dead now. Uh, and the rest of the wild, but the body is, is dead. <laughs> the soul maintained. Whatever's not body is still alive. Everything else is dead. All, yeah. all the relevant dead. parts are dead. So. His heart just remains beating just fruitlessly. And currently there's no one who can see him who's alive, so he's going to try and hide again. <laughs> yeah, we, yes. we don't have line of sight on any enemies yeah. at this point. He doesn't, I, so he's going to go... I I can uh, see one. and regular darkness. Amazing. He's just going to go That's up here, and he's going to get to the edge, and then so hide can, again. There's a bonus action. Fuckers. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're and in. that's going to be... Another 20 on that fucking self roll. The How man... did you do that twice in a row for hiding? <laughs> he, he's one with the shit. Because you're he's a turd. <laughs> you're he just is, a turd. He is. A turd. He's just a shithead. Uh, the powers within him all along. You never go full turd. Never. Unless you're. Uh, wonderful. Uh, Lizardman. Uh, Lizardman now. Um, That's a show I like to watch. And as, as, now. This, as these, this rain of effects. 
uh, chaos comes comes to fruition here. Well, they're uh, in like a cold, tentacly darkness. Are they starting their turn? Now yeah. They're taking their six damage, or is it an additional right, six? Damage? Right. No. So or, they uh, they or, already took the six damage. We kind of okay. Like, we, so we so we they, took care of that. So, so they they get, that. They that's get that bookkeeping has been done. Okay. So they exactly. get brutalized. Exactly. So they 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 wake up. Um, can I? I hate to do this, but I'm gonna need a reskinning of this that's not magical darkness and tentacles. Well, right. Can it? It's been there for so long. Can uh, it be magical fog? Yes, absolutely. Let's okay, do that. magical oh, obscuring fog. All right, and set tentacles. Let's go with vines. Wonderful. Let's All right. do it. We saw Reginald's mental picture of what it is. <laughs> I, I love that inside into, Re- into Reginald's psyche, right? Like the the, the depths uh, and and the harrowing truths that lie within Reginald. <laughs> but but uh, visibly here in the, in, in the world, like if she would do that in the center of town, for instance, like that would be that would cause quite a difference. It, it may be one of those things lines. that's so fucked up that the mind can't comprehend what it is and tries to come up with some sort of explanation. It's like, it just got really foggy all of a sudden. You're like, they trip on some vines? What's going on? The fact that you're like, it's in outer space and there's weird space tentacles at you. It's like, that that doesn't commute. That's beautiful. This guy wanders out. Ba-boom! Get him. Uh, yes. So that is a plus six to hit. Yeah. Ooh. 25. Got him. Um, Alright, so you're gonna take him. 2d8, uh, which is 6 plus 3 is 9. Uh, wait. Plus 4. Okay, 2d8 plus 4, so that's 9. 13 damage, and the target is grappled, DC 16. Uh, so I think he still. So he, he has to do a check. Is so it a post check? It's uh, it's a D, no, it's just a DC oh. sixteen. Um, DC 16. And so he can do it right now because it's his turn. Um, that's Dex or what? Uh, it could be athletic. Well, he would have or to use acrobatics. an action to get out of it. If he's grappled, he's grappled. Right, but the thing is, since it was on his turn, yeah, he has a um, chance to avoid it. Since it's not an attack, this yeah, is yeah. the rated action. He basically hasn't finished his turn yet, right. so he still has an action to. Attempt to grab it. But it came out. He says he's using right, his action right, to that, do it. Yeah, right. yeah. He's he rolled it like it was a save. Okay. Right. No, I am doing. You could also just attack. I, I could, but I want out. Right. Gotcha. Uh, so does he beat? Does he meet or beat a DC sixteen? Of which? Uh, of, 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 of an so of a, the individual is, is this athletics or is athletics? You have the option of athletics or acrobatics. Okay, so. gotcha. So I meet sixteen. Okay. Uh, then he then he's broken out of the grapple, but he uses up his action. Gotcha. Exactly. So he does that, and he continues to move. Uh, you can do that in fifth watch. Do Okay, perfect. Comes around, basically gets chomped, wiggles through, cackling in in uh, in uh, lizard speak, and comes around to bring threat upon the pot the the party. Um, this guy will. Let's see. I'm gonna go 50-50, forward or back. Odds are forward. 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 One, two, three, four. Bumps into something. It's rough terrain as well, those squares. Good, thank you. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, Double move. One, two. Bumps into something. This is a credible corner. No, it's not. Is the size difference enough that he can pass through his rough terrain? Oh, right, right. He is, uh, this is two sizes different. Is it? Yeah. 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 So, So one, two, three, four. He finds himself underneath a snake. (laughs) And goes, what the fuck? Five six and just goes here. He's under that snake. Um, this guy fifty fifty snake forward snake. backwards. He's backwards. Backwards. So one two 
three, four, five, six. And uh, he can't see through that because... No, he can't. He needs to get around it. He sees an edge, though. Yeah. He sees a sphere of, of And foggy he will... One, two, three, four, five. As they cackle and gesture at the at the child, there's there's body language that, that communicates confusion and anger, but they are marshaling their resources to protect their, their booty. Bounty. Their bounty. Their bounty. Uh, this guy, again, was just 50-50 him in or out of the darkness. The odds there. Yeah, so he, he, we lost. One, two, three. Because oh, if you're in darkness, they don't know which way to go. One, two, three. Like yeah, I'm just trying to give a, a chance of them just heading the wrong way. To wandering yep. through. Yeah, yeah, because they don't know where the end. And is. so he'll take extra. He'll take extra damage when he's done. And then this guy well, will he'll have go, a chance to front save. back. Uh, odds forward, uh, evens back. Okay, so one, two, three. Into the pit. Into the pit. Into the pit. Into the pit. Well, also off the ledge of the dais too. Oh, that, that's a five foot drop. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm not that's causing safe. anything. Um, you did. So he's out of the darkness because, like I said, specifically 30 foot pit. It's 20 feet. It's, he's 10 feet down. He's yeah, 10 true. feet down. Chompa chompa. Into the maw of, of, of a gator. Um, what do we hear? <laughs> you, you hear. What, thrashing? You hear the, the thrashing and gnashing of abused gators seeking their revenge on a lizardman. Leader. That makes me so, um, so and I will, uh, I'll definitely roll some damage for that in a sec. But I gotta go two, two d six. Kaylin, you're gonna roll two d six on this guy. Um, wait, this he is has a chance to save. Oh, and I, I was DC fourteen on the decks. DC fourteen. Okay. On that he'll guy. probably, he'll probably do okay. He did. Yeah. He saved. Yeah, it's a, not a hard. DC um, and I, th- that's that's the board. Okay. I'm so happy that guy is the, in the gator pit. The pit. Like Including that is, the shaman. Makes my day. I did the shaman. The, shaman, the shaman's in the gator pit. Okay. Oh, yeah. It ended up being one, one now, walk of the anyone yeah, the bad still, together. Anyone else who's yep. still in the pit? Anyone else? Uh, no. Now it's or Johan. anyone else in the circle? Johan, I'm round one. Just that one. Although there is one person still in there. But he already saved. Yeah, he, he already took his turn. Yeah. He went that way and he made a save. Just checking. Now that guy will take more damage when he starts his turn. At the beginning of his turn, yeah. Indeed. He's just... He's just gonna get Team! Hold them off! I'll get the child! (laughs) Two, three, four, five, six. So, he is running forward as best he can in his big plate mail and like covered in grime. He's on stone, which can so well support your weight. And, and, uh, uh, he runs forward and, uh, he points to the side. That guy is, uh, too far away over there, I believe. Um, What's your range? He's you I can only be... go 20. Nope. I can only move my thingy 20 feet. So. Oh, I see. Yeah, he can get uh, there. Ooh. Three bad attacks. You want to take, take to it to the guy? guy? No. Uh, yeah, I'm going to oh, put okay. him back where he was. That's right there. there. Let's move it over there. Yeah, because I can't. It's too far. No. So, and that's another lizard man there. Okay. One, two, three, four. Get him! He points... Uh, Johan, as Johan is running straight forward in the direction of the child, he just points to the left, barely even looking, and he says, and he says, Pelor, strike down my enemies so that we may save this child. And as he points, a, uh, a bolt of light shoots from his fingertip. It is a guiding Bolt. So it is a regular old attack roll. Oh, 
Oh, oh, nice. Oh my god. How do crits work? Uh, double damage. Basically, whatever weapon damage or whatever damage you're gonna roll, you just roll twice. If you're rolling dice, roll the dice twice. Well, that's pretty sweet on a spell the that's 46. Exactly. I need some more d6. I like that Greg is like, Sam, why don't you use this spell? I'm like, it's great if it hits. I need like, more, please. I need critical. Look, hey, I, I have four. Of some be, some I only have three. It came Here's some d6s. I only have three. Oh, well, I'm definitely going to use Sam's like oh, full well, then matching give me back set. Oh, freaking dice. That's all I, I need. Uh, I don't want I need eight. Me anyway. I got it. I got it. Got it. Here we go. I should have used the yes-no dice for the 50-50. No dice go. Yes. You may have to get a chance to use it again. <laughs> no. That's Boom. good looking. Oh, that is a... Wow. Wow. Okay, so that's uh, 12 plus 6 is 18, 22, 25, uh, 28 damage. Against that guy right there, right? Finn. No, no, no. It's no. against that guy. That guy. Okay, perfect. Wing, winged guy. Winged guy. He's dead. No, but I was going to get advantage against him. You do have advantage against him. Everything that's not his body, you have advantage against. Um, his the, spirit. The body is dead, but well, the rest of it, you have advantage against. That was the guiding bolt? Well, 46? That was guided. 46 at level 1. I could cast oh. it as level 3 and it'd be 60. Oh, so it was 3d6. Uh, it might go up at a level. It might, it might go no. up and hit 5. just starts at 46. Hmm. Alright, so pretty nice. And if it hits, it's advantage. 46 That's crazy. Oh, 46 no. damage? Bam. Yeah. Scaly. Yeah. And the yeah, next attack, though, not even your own. Shaman, Shaman was was attacked by three crocodiles, and one of them hit for 10 damage. Um, <laughs> in that case, well, the, in that enjoy case, your pit of darkness. the no, bonus action there is actually it. not as good. Yeah, so instead, since there's no target for my little uh, a guy here, he's just gonna move him forward. Oh, that was just your your spell attack. Yeah, that was yeah, that attack. was that was because it was gonna grant advantage get with. Well, there's this, this guy too. Spectral weapon. Yeah, there's can't, this guy. Can't get there. Can't Wait. get there. That's my turn. Okay. End of round one. You can only, I can only move. move orb removed. I don't Tick. care. He's gonna be dead. Orb is gone. We are on the last round of uh, arriving at the child, or shit happens. The spectral weapon can only move twenty feet. Top of the round. I can go. Snake. Snake. Uh, snake will quick. attempt. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, snake will attempt to construct this guy. I'll say. Snake. Um, or this six. guy. Or that guy's Eighteen versus AC hits. Uh, okay, I'll do the damage, and then he has. So this time, it's his the snake's thing. So it's uh, six plus eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's fourteen plus four is eighteen damage. Dead. Dead. He constricts the corpse. This is just the corpse, though. Everything yeah, actually, it is a constriction attack, so... Do, do his organs, like, spew out of his face? Uh, How hard uh, does he His eyes burst. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, you hear the, the crushing of bone as that thing just... <laughs> squeezes him like a tube of toothpaste. Tube of toothpaste. Oh, the gas from... Boy, howdy! Boy, howdy! Bad snake, do a squeeze a squeeze. Mm, that's a lot of bunch of... <laughs> Like a wet paper towel. There's a snake in that. Oh, wrong him. Um, and, uh, <laughs> like a paper towel. Uh, yeah, that's snake's action. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got hurry. Because he's staying, uh, yeah. I can, I'm gonna get to the guy. I'm gonna get to him this, this turn. Um, I mean, unless something happens. Eating well, up that was my thing. I don't even go right away. Scrim action is after guy. a few of you guys, and then I was gonna go for this. I mean, I could go for that bad guy, but, uh, okay. Cedar is next. So. See ya! Uh, hey Sam, can you move me up? See ya! Do I have full movement? Uh, it's rough terrain in the water. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So you're in the water still. Can I still get a clear shot on this guy? Uh, absolutely. I think you got 
Uh, well. It might go through it. It's going real close to allies. Hmm. Actually, I mean, no, your best the needle. Your best corner can hit all of his corners. Yeah, yeah, best corner, worst corner. So yeah, I think you're fine. Alright. I don't know. I'll do it. And say stop moving Q. Oh, that was I was supposed to at that time. To I was 20. supposed to. Uh, Twenty does AC hits. Fire thing, Craig, or that yeah. solar thing. You do still have it. Oh, sweet. Uh, that is uh, 10, 11, 14 I'll damage to that guy. Fourteen damage. So yeah, that will be to Finn, right? To, to, I feel weird saying. That. Yeah, that is <laughs> Finn guy. Sorry, one end. Hanging on to life by the smallest margin. Like attack again, that does not hit. That's, uh, unless 12 hits. No, right. 12 does not hit. I miss on the second shot. Okay. And that's my turn. Uh, Reginald. Reginald's gonna try to hit that guy. Get him. Get him. Get him, Reggie. You wanna move it all first, or are you good where you're at? I'm perfectly comfortable way okay. in the back. Thank you very much. Spell sniper. Spell sniper. Well, we'll see if we hit with it. Okay, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that'll That's hit. That's looking pretty good. Um, so this is a 1d10 plus 3. Where's my d10? Yeah, there it is. A point of damage left. You kill him. Hooray! Two. A bit. Three damage. Or two. Two. Uh, no, not 23. Kaylin, read your die. So, Kaylin, you, so five ki- damage. you kill Finn? Yes, yeah. I kill no. Finn. I murder him he heartlessly. The Eldritch Blast, like, blows him up from the inside Kaylin, you out. you your son. I did it. Finn. I did. We all knew it would happen <laughs> no. one day. Uh, reverse. Uh, all right. So, he just so, explodes from the inside out. Just like all his bones are set like on explosive and they just go and it's, it's bloody. The child is covered in blood. Slick and dark blood. Scrim, you're up. Uh, he... Get him, Scrim! I didn't get the child. Don't kill the child. I'm not saying As get bugs. him. There's literally no... The only other enemy that's visible is the one in the cloud of fog of filth. And he's not Yeah, visible. and I can't actually see him. Trapped um, I, uh, I can't imagine what that would be like. So he sees. So, so he sees that um, that Johan is within. You're you're uh, you're One, within two, running range. Okay. Yeah, Five, yeah. Um, Johan's running. Okay. Then he said, "I'll get the child." Um. Then do an action on the child, or just like be adjacent to him? No. Yeah. It's going to be interact with an object. Yeah. Exactly. Which is not a type of action. That's no, a very. It's just a thing that you can you do. Get one. So it's you can't not an action. draw an action. You can't draw a weapon and save a child, but you can just save a child. Um, you can't I pull a lever and save a child. No. Or open it or close the door to save a child. Dan but Lops. you could draw a weapon as part of your move. Basically. And then save a child. Dan Lobs has learned, even if this version of Scrim is not. The, the dangers of unwild shaping <laughs> too early. Scrim is ready. Hey, don't worry, the guy ran down the street. He comes over okay. here and he is ready to to fight off anything that comes out of the darkness. This Does he way, use the use an object action? Um. Uh. No. I. I. Uh, no. No. He does not. I think no. beetles could pick up a child. Uh. I don't. Like a don't light know. enough child, yeah. perhaps. He's, but he's wee baby shame. Wee baby shame is known for his The beetles are standing guard. Like you ever seen those cartoons where you have like a bunch of ants carrying off a picnic? Exactly. I think it looks sort of like that. They are standing guard. Wouldn't be the first time wee baby shameless was carried off by a swarm of ants. I forgot. So when you're ready in action, you use standard all the time. So I can use my standard. You have to specify the action okay. and what the trigger so is. So if a bad guy walks onto my square, which is my reach, then I bite him. Great! Bite. Boom. Get him! Specifically, ready is an action. 
Yeah. Okay, so it is an action. Yeah, so I already... Don't okay. think of it as a separate thing. It is that's just one right, of the actions. There is no standard. Do. I keep thinking of standard actions. And so what it does my is, action it is it sets you up to allow you to use your reaction but it in a special way. But it doesn't prevent you from using your movement. So there's no movement. You just have movement. That's okay, correct. so I use my movement, and then I use my ready action. <clears throat> Uh, wonderful. So we are basically we are whisper, yeah whisper. Go whisper, go. Whisper. Um. Go whisper, go whisper. Go, go, yeah. go. I can't get to the kid. Uh, I uh, continue being hiding and ready an attack for the first enemy I see visible. I'm gonna shoot it. Perfect. Lizard men. This guy takes crossbow attack. He is scaly. He takes a another d6 for starting, and he, I'm just gonna go. It's a five. Okay, five, and then I'm just going 50-50. Again, we're just going left, right. Left is yes. He goes right. <laughs> he goes right. <laughs> maybe it doesn't make any sense, but he doesn't know where this is. I mean, he's, I mean, he's panicked. Yeah. He's panicked. I, I, I like the 50-50. One, two. I mean, he's in some space right now. One, two, three. Rough terrain. He, he gets back. Right. So roll one more uh, 2d6 is ending his turn. He panics. Okay, he, so he, he gets the worst of it. That's a, it's a save. Yes. Yeah. Oh, save. So this is a save. You took uh, the beginning of the turn. I did. Oh, he oh, does, he does okay. Oh. He does okay. That's okay. We're okay. wasting all their nice rolls. He's still 11, and Shaman, I'll take care of He's off the scene. Next. All right. Johan. Johan. We should go to Vegas and roll d10s. Dashes. <laughs> Johan dashes. dashes across the battlefield. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. nine you, can, you, can, you can squeak it. He squeak hops it. on up to the child. Steps on him. We baby Seamus. Oh my gosh. And he says, <laughs> you really paid a We baby Seamus. He does something as he runs. <laughs> as he runs and he says, I'll save you, child. Paylor, protect me. And as he clenches his fist, a, uh, uh, a shimmering shield of light forms around him as he casts his shield of faith, giving him a plus two bonus to AC. Describe your angelic three-year-old. Oh, he's, cher- he he's like. cherubic. He, he's like that perfect Gerber baby face. I mean, he's got like round, chubby cheek, little rosy from crying. Does he wear like a somehow magically floating cloth around his waist? Nah, more like a tunic. Tunic, you know, okay. But Potato just fat. a tunic. He's lost. He's lost his pants somewhere in this journey. He's got a poopy diaper. Yeah, no, there's no diaper. Um, <laughs> he's just, he's just the curls, similar to Reginald's, just beautiful, golden, and perfect. Um, and just a face you want to save. Like, not an ugly baby who you would leave alone. Is he collapsed on the ground? Is he? He's sitting restrained. And he's, 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 he's in excellent health. Excellent. Oh, he's restrained. He's restrained is all. Why would you tie like, up a baby? Tie down? down? Like, with what? All you need rope. is... Rope. With rope. Pick him up by the rope. Creeper. A strand of creeper. Strand okay, so I can't cut it. Uh, you can take him, though. You, you have acquired... The child. Ding, so I can baby. take him. Yes. But he's, he's not restrained. tied to the ground. He's yeah, just yeah. tied restrained up. He's, he's tied to himself. Tied yeah. up. You're using a game term. <laughs> so, okay, so he is tied think to himself. Think of him as swaddled. Yes. Think of him as very aggressive. I, I thought you meant he was tied to the ground. That's all good. I got it. He's more portable this way. He's more portable. Yeah, no, this is easier. Yeah. So, yeah, he just scoops him up into one arm, bringing him into the protection of Paylor's Blessed shield. Oh no, he said the wrong thing. Wait, I have to go back. Oh, As he was God. running, he said, Paylor, 
shield this bod. <laughs> then he jumps up. Then he grabs the child, yes. pulls him into his bod, and says, "I have the child." Wonderful. Um, for time reasons, and I- your bow is no longer on fire. Because uh, now he's shielding his bond. You guys did an excellent last comment. For time reasons, I don't need it. The, the additional complications uh, for finishing this round are, are not necessary. Um, you guys will. You guys have succeeded with flying colors. There's no reason you guys couldn't extract at this point. There's just one squishy guy right next to me. And, yeah. Wait, yeah. Just just roll no. one attack against me. I will roll, roll one, one attack, attack against, against you. On your bod. An attack versus bod. What are the stakes of this attack? Fine. I'll I'll drop the kid. No. Uh, more 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 color, less less mechanics. I would say. Well, yeah, it's color. That's all that matters. Okay, I would say, great. I would say, you get a scar. No, I just drop him. Like, I would good. Say, I would ah, say, I would I say, yeah. back up. Uh, you're not the guy to carry him out. Well, I mean, you, uh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. fine. Not Perfect. You He'll toss yet. him to, to, to scrim beetles. Perfect. He'd be Perfect. like, oh, emergency toss him to scrim beetles. Perfect. Because right. I know that, that was important to him. So, uh, and this is, uh, this is a, a, a roll. I just want to make sure I know the lizard attack bonus. Uh, it's plus four. Not gonna do it. Ask me what my AC is. Greg, what was your AC on that 13 to hit? 23. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Missed by double digits. Critical, critical failure. He heads back, he heads back into the darkness. Knowing it must be safer back the other way this time. And dies. Now you guys, uh, with flying colors, uh, I, I was, again, after, after two, there was gonna be consequences for the child and, and more, more lizards. There's just no need. Uh, describe, describe your, your, uh, your cinematic retreat from the heart of the lizard civilization with now many in the civilization at your heels, but unable to smell where they could have possibly gone. (laughs) All right, the Johan, after he picks up the child, he yells and he says, I have the child. We must escape through the sewers. Okay. And uh, uh, oh no, through the shit stream, and he just takes a stream, running in that direction. He says, "I hope that fog holds." I mean, I can concentrate. And he's just holding the child like a like in like a rugby a, ball, like, like a rugby, rugby ball, ball to his side, just like he's running. Wee. He's we. He's we yeah. enough. We'll get you home, we baby Seamus. Don't you worry, you perfect child. Perfect. Because let me quick. There's nothing massive. That was great. Beat your escape. Escape from the, the lizard kingdom. Uh, yeah. Uh, as soon as, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, Johan, Johan passes Joe. with the baby and, and as we're getting back into the water. Uh, and I'm not just saying this scene, I'm saying leaving the entire area. A- and the, oh. the ship stream and all that. It doesn't have to be one turn. We're leaving. We're winning. We get home. Yeah, this is basically, this is fiasco now. You guys leaving a danger. How, yeah. how would Gaston make 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 his beat his retreat? Uh, he's he's uh he's trying to run in front of everybody and he's yelling, "I did it! <laughs> I did it! I Perfect. Scrim. Scrim is in better mood than he has been on the whole way here, partly because everyone's in a hurry, so there's a little bit less. Talking. <laughs> Doesn't have to convince them to hurry. Interaction. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, everyone knows where to go. Uh, and also, yeah, specifically in the ship stream, you know when like water is deep enough and like you can wade through it, but it's just faster to swim. So he's yeah. just doing a full breaststroke through the, like that. And that is just, <laughs> he's like, we're doing a full, 
No, he's just grabbing a root, grabbing a root, not yeah, swimming, just, just grabbing a root. Just keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's he's happy to get the hell out of here. Whisper. Uh, Whisper uh, offers his previous gear raft for a now baby raft. Baby yes. raft. And uh, and uh, you know just starts you know making his way out of here, um, swimming, and uh, but you know feeling quite pleased with the entire operation. It we went out without a hitch. No one's. No one's dead. No one's even really even seriously injured. Uh, this is so a classic, classic st- break, smash and grab. Like uh, the books line up. It's, it's nice when that works. He's a uh, he's looking forward to uh, a little more clout in the town as a result of this and uh, future <laughs> profits. He's already making plans. Excellent, excellent. Does, and and Reginald. Does Whisper hold on to the um, raft or does he give that over to Reginald? Being that Reginald is the. Um, he doesn't try and fight it at all. Okay. Well, in fact, Reginald, in fact, if anything, raft. he tries to make sure, like, let me give you this raft. Okay. Okay. He's he's really like making it clear how generous he is giving this. Yeah. Raft exactly. To. Like, look at my contribution. This. Look effort. at how I'm not keeping this to myself. Reginald, with a, with a thankful but hasty nod, uh, takes the child and and just starts really just forcing this this direction, like following. Scrim's example, just like shoving this thing along and not merely ma- making much, uh, much worry. Although the hair, uh, still pretty good. Wow. Even yeah, now. Impressive. Even, even now. It just and that good. glorious it's moment good. was surely the high point of the adventure because then you are facing a three-day trek back through the mirror, a trek that weighs on the soul, weighs on the mind, weighs on the body, weighs on the baby, weighs on the baby. Several of the the lizard patrols continue to harry you. There's, these are these are sleepless nights of long guards. Uh, you were able to avoid the, avoid the bodak, but there was no there was no there was no avoiding the force of will o' wisps as you as you trudge back through, facing their electric and magical attacks. And after three long days, you find yourself finally trudging back into sight of Wolf's Hill, forlorn. Muddied, beautiful hair. This morning the armor looked great. He's sure that he did it, and he could have done it twice. He's contemplating going back for more. <laughs> we get some more children. Uh, <laughs> Go take their children. Go take closer children. And as uh, as the as the mist, as the mist kind of parts a little bit, and you see off in the distance, you know maybe a half a mile away, there 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 is home, Wolf Hill, Reginald. Holding, holding his child is able to respond. <laughs> um, do we see the town first? The town. We said we saw the town. So we see the town. Yeah. yeah. There's the, the town. The town. So this. Is, oh, good. Yeah. Well, I will. We'll go over in, in in the proper order here. Thank you. The mists part, and as you see the town you see that the locusts that were so fundamental, so crucial to your finding of this child and your journey through the mirror have come home to rest. And, this, and your town is being assaulted. This is the plague of Moses, perhaps to a greater degree. The locusts are making utter ruin, utter ruin of the town. You see 
even from this distance, the the wear on the wooden the wooden structures that that uh, support the walls, you see you see already one or two collapsed roofs. You don't know how many days the locusts have been here, but their assault goes on unabated. My stock, my entire stock of street stock. <laughs> my street stock stock. I'll be ruined. Scrim, calm off. <clears throat> He says, I woke them up. I, I, I made them crawl out of the woodworks. I haven't been controlling them since since after they've led us to the kit. These are not... These aren't under my control. Oh, do something. Make them go away. That's not... I could wake up the swarm. I can't control it at this point. This is... Well, then our fight is not over, as Johan takes his mace and starts running towards the town. I told you we should never have used Scrimcorn. I could have done it on my own. You were right! (laughs) A shadow passes overhead, barely seen through the crag-bent branches of the swamp trees, silent but for the faint sound of feathered wings, but no bird comes. The shadows of the wood deepen as the sun fades, obscured by the growing mist, congealing into a swirling mass of undulating storm clouds. Reginald steps forward, the grass keening towards him, caressing his boots, which dissolve into ash as his form begins to slough away. Fine robes fade and drip to the ground, revealing taut bone-white flesh wrapped in blood-black veils that hang heavy and wet on his skin. His lips curve into a smile, pale as death, but for the dried blood settling in the creases. Reginald's eyes are dark as the sky above them, a bleak and endless gray, smoke, fog, and ash. He laughs, running long fingers through pale blonde hair. It peels away from his scalp like a second skin. The flesh is slick and sticks to his damp black hair as it drops to the ground to be immediately consumed by the ravenous earth at his feet. The boy in his arms squirms, eyes bulging, grotesque and wide as his skin grows translucent and thick, slick. His throat expands, neck thickening as he emits a deep croak. And in the next moment, it is not a boy at all, but a frog in his hands. The amphibian croaks again, slipping free from his palm and vanishing amongst the mist, which seeps up from the bog soil itself to shroud everything in a thickening layer of decay-scented smoke. The man who wore the name Reginald no longer wears his face. This too has slipped away, or peeled rather, like the papery bark of a sickly birch. He is younger, but only so far as youth might appear on the surface. His eyes are as old as the stones of the village well, a putrid thing that has not given anything more than maggot-choked swamp sludge for years. He raises a hand and the mist rises with it, coiling through the trees, making them tremble. The insects of the swamp are silent, The birds, if there are any, make no sound. Even the ever-present slosh of the bog water is absent, as if the land and everything in it holds its breath. He speaks. I have the power to stop this, but it will come at the cost of your lives. Decide. One of the witches that uh, Scrimcorn worships is in your presence. Are we still playing this out? 
<laughs> and and is and is and is clearly uh, your only option for uh, addressing the plague of locusts, which is that which is bent on the destruction of Wolfhill. You uh, you need to as a as a party get together and decide what your fate will be. And by a party, I'm talking about Whisper, Cedar, and Johan. Scrim is Scrim is. And Luke. Where is Scrim? No, like he, he he is here. He's yeah, here, he's but he will he will not mechanically participate in this decision. Yeah, yeah. well, let's. I mean, you go ahead. Sure, let me just finish the mechanic, and yeah. then we will for sure play this all out. Um, so you just need to decide amongst the three of you whether or not you would like to sacrifice your lives and disband the plague of locusts, or spare your lives and let the locusts do their work. Um, and it's a it's a majority rules vote between the three of you guys. Um, and kind of an all or nothing deal yeah, on the let, death. Let, let's uh, let's definitely feel free to, to to role play some more. But that is the mechanical decision at hand. Johan, having stopped several long strides forward towards the town as uh, uh, as he heard this happening behind him and turned uh, turned around to see this creature that has appeared, he takes strides back forward and he says he says this trickery and he's looking to Scrimcorn primarily and he says he says this is your doing Scrimcorn uh does does not look like he's not like gleeful or anything at this he he uh, kind of kind of mute kind of sedated and and kind of with that look of like focused on the task just says I told you this was a bad idea. The witch looks at both of you and is like, you were wasting time. He says, what power do you hold? What power do you hold over him? Why why would you do this? Why would you do this to our people? And the, the witch just looks off into the distance and is watching the locusts destroy everything. He says, fine, of course, all of us. And he says, he says, we will do what it takes. He says, Paylor will uh, take care of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> A right smile. Just bugs, man. There's, they're gonna eat the wood. They can rebuild. He says, they will eat the flesh. Play the flesh? I've never seen locusts eat flesh. Eat plants. What do we see? They're, they are just locusts, and they're only destroying what locusts would destroy. They're, they'll eat everything that's material. They will leave the he's, village he's sure utterly destroyed. I told you before, I only study enough and know what I need to know, yeah. which is locusts I don't know anything about. They will do damage to everything but basically the, 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 the living no people. No people being eaten. Locusts don't eat flesh? No. Are you sure? How plants. We're going to lose the crop. And, uh... Probably my whole store is a straight stock, and uh, you know my wealth in this town that's not going. But you know, no one's gonna die right now. They might starve to death this winter, but you know, not right now. Or or tonight? No. It's a the shit bugs. town. It's a shit town anyway. They're vegetarians. What should I sacrifice myself for a shit town? <laughs> never, never gave me the respect the I deserve. I've lived a lot of lives, 
This isn't my first town that's gone to shit. I'll find another one. I'm not that worried. Poor Kaylee, I'm bigger than this place. I've wasted a lot of years here. Now, in retrospect, knowing that this was gonna fucking happen, but, you know, (laughs) live and let live, I guess. Johan looks over (laughs) and Cedar and says, I guess we'll rebuild. Great. So I, I want an individual Great. decision from everybody, and then that will collectively uh, affect the I mean, I group. We all voted no. Yeah. Perfect. I, I think so <laughs> you all individually choose to, to to live. We you you stay for days, waiting for the locusts to leave. The the every structure in the village is brought low over that time, and the months that follow are one. Of, de- of, of suffering, of starvation, of diaspora, and in the not too distant future, the existence of the village at all hangs in the balance. Scrimcorn, mm. what is your epilogue? <clears throat> uh, uh, you got epilogue music? Uh, Scrimcorn, um, especially with with the the pillars of the community still around and um, and and directly blaming him for being connected to uh, this this um, tragedy and turn of events, um, uh, he moves on. He he, he moves out of the mirror. Um, Oops. And, uh, yeah. and if you didn't move out, you'd be run out. Yeah, and is uh, yeah, and uh, and kind of begins a little bit more of a, a, a life on the road. And um, and uh, Whisper is not shy that there was clearly some sort of a connection between you and yeah. the witch. Like, yeah, there was there was yeah. a weird thing there, and it was like, yeah, that scrimcorn, he fucked us. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> and so, yes, yeah, sir. So, so as far as the town, the whole thing was a goddamn plot to fuck up the town somehow. As far as the town's concerned, Scrim leaves before he's chased out of town, and uh, and, and as it is, lives his life on the road. The secret of your decision is something that remains hidden for a time, but after time, that truth also comes forward. And with that, we end. Yeah, Whisper takes his coin and leaves town. <laughs> He's yeah. gone. Oh, yeah, they both said they were leaving. I think Johan's the only one that sticks around. Oh, Johan. Yeah. <laughs> Johan. Doing payloads work. Johan helps rebuild. And the funerals. And, and a lot of funerals. More people died than Whisper. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> was sure what happened. That's why I said no one dies tonight, but you know, in the winter, when food's just short, kinda, just the wood. the wood. Just the wood. Just the wood. And the plants. And, stocks. and all the plants. Uh, great session, right. guys. Thank you so much for uh, playing hey. some scrim backstash. Thank you, Eric, for uh, running that game. Yeah, running the story. It was. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming yeah, a little later. Thank you. I, I don't have the best the best feel for it. You tried to nice. tried to keep it. Uh, it's impossible. It's hard. The man. timing. Uh, you, the timing. You, you, you do an amazing job. Like we were oh, very yeah, rarely out of here past eleven. The, the number one stress when Eric and I were trying to figure out some of the stuff was uh, how do we ensure that we actually get, get through, through the, the content through it? Because yeah, I and did we uh, did we hit all the beats you were trying to hit? We did. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't have excellent. To, we didn't have to cut anything. Yeah, um, yeah we, we, we good. Didn't. I think honestly, a big part of that was that we saw that 
A strong opening in combat just dominates the field. 